Lils and Patrick are two local musicians from the New England area whose minimal accomplishments have left them thoroughly unqualified to judge bands and artists who have been more successful than they ever could be. And yet, their passion for bad music persists on Jukebox Zeros, the podcast that takes a retrospective look at the worst albums of all time. From the Shags to Attila, from Cyberpunk to Scream, if there's a band that has an album they're ashamed of, Lils and Patrick will be there. Share their love on Jukebox Zeros, now on the Zero Science Network and wherever podcasts may be found. So there's so many things I can do to introduce 90s November for that thing you do. I can do the, I quit. I quit, but I'm not quitting my own fucking podcast. What the hell is wrong with me? So I'm just going to say, Liv Tyler, what are you doing in this movie? (laughs) That thing you do. It's in the basket, the writer's bagel basket. Out of a building. Yes, it was very exciting. But tomorrow we go to the zoo. I love you. That's all I needed to hear. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. We don't have to be mean. Because remember, no matter where you go, there you are. Hi, welcome to Writer's Bagel Basket. I am Scott Kerland, and I am so fucking excited because <laughs> I have one of my favorite podcasts on here. I tricked them. Um, you did. I promised them snacks, and they showed up. We so- were bamboozled. Where are the snacks? Where's, Where's the, the basket snacks? of bagels? I was promised baskets of bagels. There are bagels in the other room. You will get them after you. We were told there would be punch and pie. <laughs> There's no punch and pie. <laughs> well, there was punch. There's punch. Yeah. Thanks, Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> so my guests are Maggie and Ashley from Rock Candy. Hi. Hi. <laughs> yeah. So so what's so weird is I feel like the the indie podcaster because all of my friends who have podcasts you. Heather and Mike, Wilson Patrick, they're on networks. I'm like, here I am on my own <laughs> grassroots. Hey, you're going to white snake this shit. <laughs> oh, shit. Here, here he goes, goes again. again on his own. Damn the man. Save the empire. <laughs> DIY that shit, man. So we, as soon as I heard that Maggie had never watched that thing you do, <laughs> I was like, hey, guess what? You said you would do the podcast. You're doing that thing you do. <laughs> and that's, and that's basically I was like, all right, this is how I'm going to watch that thing yeah. you do. And this is, my, this is my sick movie. When I'm tired or having a rough week or sick, this is the movie I watch because it's always made me feel better. Aww. Lord of the Rings is my... My feel better movie. Mine Granted, is... it takes nine hours to make oh me feel better. Well, that's how you get over the exactly. flu. Like... Exactly. By by the time the nine hours are over, you are you feeling better? Are you just like, yo, they fucking went to Mordor. I think I can deal with this cough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fair. But they should have flied, you fools. Oh no, my uh, there my are favorite. so many things wrong with that theory. Oh yeah, now you got her. You it. got her triggered. <laughs> got real triggered. Shots fired. <laughs> pew pew pew. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, both films were scored by Howard Shore. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. The thing you do is scored by Howard uh-huh. Shore. Oh, 
Yeah, it's so yeah, weird. it was. Yes, I be- might I have missed seeing that. that in the beginning. I was going to point it out, but I think you were already screaming about something. <laughs> Probably. Were you like, whoa? No, I think it was. I was already screaming about. So when am I going to see some boob? Yeah. I thought, I thought I'd see some boobs. No, in this right movie. off the bat, you were like completely incredulous about this having to watch this movie, <laughs> and you were like, "What are they doing? What is he in a basement? Why is he in a basement? What is he doing? Is, <laughs> what record is that? That's stupid." I didn't like, say that's stupid. <laughs> I was not that incredulous off the bat. Not, not right, off the bat. Not right off the bat. But so, but I, as the more that I drank, the more incredulous <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got. Why don't you give us the blockbuster rule, aka the John Curlin rule? There's a rule on this podcast. Ever since my dad was on, he's always <laughs> on for the Father's Day episode. I asked my guests to give a back of the box blockbuster synopsis in a paragraph. He went the entire episode of the Long Kiss Goodnight, and he gave the entire premise of the movie from beginning to end <laughs> in a 90 minute podcast wow so that's impressive yes and infuriating <laughs> i was trying to i was trying to make jokes and he's like can we be serious on this podcast where all you do is tell <laughs> dick and fart jokes <laughs> dad you you really misread me yeah <laughs> anyways so you're in a blockbuster video you look at the back of the box and what does it say to get you to rent that thing you do um, maybe you should take this. Whoa. I don't Putting know. Putting you on the spot. Well, like, what, what do you think it, like, says on the back? You make up what, what it would say to get people to rent it. Uh, uh do you okay. need an example? Okay, for? well, let's see. Um, Dickbag gets his friends together and starts a band that he thinks he owns and makes up really stupid names for it. But and then this really cool drummer comes in. Yeah. And gives him a cool name. Gives it. Actually, well, Liv Tyler gives the name. Oh, no, no. I was going to get to that. <laughs> gives them a cool name, but it was actually the woman, but the man took the credit for it. Yeah. Uh, we are not selling this movie. <laughs> We're not. Charlize Theron looks really nice in it. Yeah. People who rented this movie also might like Tootsie. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Can you believe this movie is PG? It's, Wait, really? This well, is a well, we Well, first well, of all, we made the mistake... And honestly, I I made the mistake of having Maggie watch the extended version instead of the theatrical version. Oh. I will take the credit on that, too, though. I won't throw you under the bus because I was like, oh, there's an extended. And you were kind of like, I don't know. I've just always watched the theatrical. I'm like, well, what's the extended? Like, maybe three maybe a few extra, extra scenes? scenes or whatever. Nope. No, that shit was like over two hours. Seriously? Yes. yes. And the extra scenes did absolutely well, nothing I've, for the story. I've seen the extended like. Uh, they make Tom Hanks's character. Well, he made his own character gay, um, and he's in love with Howie Long. Wait, what? Yeah, that's that. not that's not the version we watched. Really? Where where guy returns drunk and and Tom Hanks is there with Howie Long? Yes, that's his boyfriend. Oh, see, I I thought it was like a weird additive scene. Is when this? it was at night when they're in front of the hotel, right? Yeah, when Rita Wilson returns him to the hotel. Oh. Okay. Remember, we even commented, like, that was a weird exchange. Oh. And you said that was an extended cut because you don't remember yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, But I don't think either of us read the gay part. Yeah. But again, I think I was two sheets by then, so. <laughs> I was too busy playing a continual game of Fuck, Mary Kill with this movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> oh, yeah. We did play Fuck, Mary Kill with this but movie. But we, cha- we had to change it to Fuck, Mary Kill, Be Best Friends With. Yeah. Uh, Steve Zahn, uh, 
three fucks. Like <laughs> <laughs> just all the fucks. He gets all the fucks. But also he gets the Mary. Yeah, Steve. Because then you gets can keep Mary. fucking him. He's the best in this movie. Steve Zahn is amazing. This Gold is stars. Peak. Peak Steve Zahn. Peak Steve Zahn. Yeah, you can't say I was totally incredulous because whenever he was on screen, I was like, all right, well at least Steve Zahn's here. Yeah. Well, Tom Everett Scott too. Like I love Tom Everett Scott. You know what? But his character was kind of a He's doofus. kind of a fuckboy. Yeah. His character's a bit of like a doofusy fuckboy. I think that I think that Jonathan Sketch, Jimmy, is the biggest fuckboy. I wouldn't even give him credit of being no. a fuckboy. He's more of a even... douche nozzle. Yes. Yeah. Like the whole movie, he looks like he just like has the biggest lump of shit up his ass. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think that yeah, I think that's his character. Yeah, he's supposed to. What's my motivation? But I also think everybody kind of assumed that his dick bag character was how he is in real life. Aww. And maybe that's not why he got a whole lot of roles after this. I don't know. Well, but. he was married to Christina Applegate. And then oh, they got, good for him. Then they got divorced. Bad for him. Then he and mar- she kept the career. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. And then he, then he married like uh, a Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. Okay. And then they got divorced. Yeah. And now he's with a different Sports Illustrated <laughs> supermodel. So. Okay. And now how he has he no keep... more of that thing you do money. So he yeah, just how has does to he keep... keep scoring these babes? He's he's on a bunch of TV series. He's Jonah Hex on the DC Legends oh. of Tomorrow. Weird. We need more Green Arrow TV shows. I really gave up on that stuff. As soon as they got rid of the guy from Doctor Who, I'm like, I'm out. <laughs> I think I left before then. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It was like at the end of season one. Okay, yeah. No, I was done after one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one and done. But uh, Tom Hanks wrote this movie because he was really sad after doing Philadelphia, Forrest Gump, and Apollo 13. He's like, I'm doing press for Forrest Gump. He's like, I, I need to write something fun. So yeah, he wrote sense. this. I mean, yeah, that checks. Sense. Yeah. Oh man, no more movies about AIDS or space, <laughs> or being probably mentally challenged. I said AIDS. Remember, Jenny died of AIDS. Oh, she did. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh fuck. And know what they never address in that movie? He and Haley Joel Osment probably have AIDS too. Oh, jeez, yeah. Louise. Forrest Gump probably died of AIDS. <laughs> This movie's really depressing now. All right, you know what? I rescind my incredulity. I don't think, I don't think Tom they Hanks really expected people to think about that when they were making Forrest Gump. The <laughs> 90s were a weird time. We didn't really think about AIDS. Yeah. Except all of the movies had AIDS in it. Yeah. Uh, kids. Yeah. Um, of course, Philadelphia. Forrest Gump. Huh. Damn. Toy Story. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think Andy lost his dad? Wow. Wow, that is a weird canon that I'm gonna promote. Actually, <laughs> I'm gonna like it's it's a Disney movie. Parent has to die. Oh, and AIDS was really prim- prevalent during and the '90s. Dad, his dad. Well, apparently, according to theory, his his dad died of polio. What? what? Yeah, what? the Pixar theory. In the Pixar theory, Andy's dad died of polio. I just no. really like. I think that's actually weirder than saying he died of AIDS. <laughs> Yo, polio done been cured by that, guys. Maybe he was the first anti-vaxxer. His parents His were the mom first. was Jenny McCarthy. My God, we've cracked the code, guys. Jenny we, McCarthy is way older we than we need to go into she hiding. She's like a time lord. We need to stop her. She's gone too far. 
Um, <laughs> so when I was watching this for the umpteenth time, uh, Haley comes in and she's like, what are you watching? Because the music that opens the movie, the whatever Piper. Cause I'm loving you lots and lots. Which, I'm loving you lots and lots. <laughs> dun, 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 that dun, was written dun, dun, for this movie. I've seen this movie a few times. Yes, yeah, That was written for this movie. Yeah. Like all, oh. they did a really good job making it of the period though. And also the guy who wrote that thing you do dance with me tonight. And, um, uh, little wild one is Adam Schlesinger of fountains S- of Wayne. That's right. I forgot about that. Huh. He's not the guy yeah. who sings Stacy's mom. He's the one who wrote Stacy's mom. And I'm he he should regret that first of all. <laughs> Choices. But um he also yeah. wrote all of the music for uh Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Really? He's yes. oh. really really he, good musician. He's pretty talented. And everybody does make fun of Fountains of Wayne a lot because of Stacy's mom, but their other the oh, other music yeah. in their repertoire is actually really good. It's always that that's how it always goes, though, is that there's always that one song that gets popular and they're like, but that's not even the song we like, guys. And they were around for years before Stacy's mom came out. What's that song that they have um, on interstate management? Um, It's the really sad one. Oh, all kinds of time. It's the only good song on that album. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I know nothing of Fountains of Wayne except Stacy's mom. Yeah. They're that, actually pretty good. All right, they're I'll take your guys' words on it. I mean, it. they're they're not like the Decemberists, or like they might be giants, but but who is? Am I right? <laughs> the Decemberists and they might be giants. Yeah, that's yeah. about it. That's um, about it. But, but he did a really good job writing the music for this. He also yeah. was nominated for an Oscar, and he lost to someone who you've talked about on your podcast. And is you, it my heart will go on? No. Okay. I don't think that's the same year. <laughs> no. That was the year after. And someone who you just talked about on Jukebox Zeros. He lost to Madonna, Tim Rice, and Andrew Lloyd Webber for that Uh, awful song from Evita. Oh, You Must Love Me? Yeah. I kind of liked the music from Evita, but I haven't listened to it since I was like in high school, so I don't know if I'm going to agree with that. But that's cheating because that was written originally for the stage show, Yeah, and they didn't use it, so then they put it in the movie. Yeah. Oh, it's not original for the movie. Go fuck yourself. bullshit. You know what? Shanny's calling it. So that thing you do, in my opinion, should have won for best. Fountains of Wayne got robbed. (laughs) Hashtag we're starting it. Wayne got robbed. Hashtag Wayne got robbed. (laughs) I believe it was Fountain who got robbed. (laughs) It was the entire fountain. It wasn't just him. And the singing voice is uh, Mike Viola, who is producer of, he's produced Jenny Lewis's album, The Voyager. Oh. He produced, unfortunately, Ryan Adams. <laughs> oh, ooh. Which, ooh. yeah, I, I used to like that musician, and now I can't anymore. Yeah, there, um, are, there are levels of canceled where you're like, I can't forgive that. Yeah, yeah. but he produced all of Jenny Lewis's stuff. He's produced, um, oh my God, he actually produced The Monkees, ah! <laughs> their last album, right before Peter Tork died. Aww. So yeah, he, he's, he's good. And yeah, he, he's got his, he's got like his accolades behind him. And apparently his voice was good enough that he could be the singing voice for Douchebag. <laughs> for <laughs> Jimmy. Ba- douchebag singing voice. Wait, Douchebag wasn't singing? No, no Jim, Jonathan Sketch wasn't singing. Oh. Only two people are actually playing their instruments in this movie. Is it? Okay. It's not. Um, Ethan it's, Embry. Is not. 
It's not, but he did know how to play bass. Yeah, he's just not good. Oh, yeah. see, I was gonna say he's a lot better now. If you follow him on Instagram, yeah. he's actually a Aww. much better musician. I was now. gonna say it's uh, is it not uh, the Mary of the fuck Mary kill situation? What's his face? Lenny. Lenny. He's playing. Really? And oh my god, I want to fuck him more now. And he, he, that's him singing. Come on, uh, dance with me tonight. Yeah. He's singing that. That's him. I need to find this man. Yeah. I totally crush him. He's not even tall. He's not even tall. Not even tall. You know what? Here for it. Yeah. And then, uh, I, but I thought drummer boy. Yeah. Tom Everett Scott. Tom learned, Everett Scott. He learned how to play for this movie. I'll give it, like, here's the thing. The actor is very good, and I will totally give him credit on it. But just like Tom his Everett character, Scott? Yeah. yeah. But his character, I was just like kind of eye roll was just yet. a doofus that was trying real hard to be cool. And sometimes it worked, but most of the time it didn't. He no. got them famous. He did. I'm Spartacus. Like, I mean, shut he, up. You're not Spartacus. He made, I wanted to talk about <laughs> I'm Spartacus. <laughs> because I'm Spartacus, first off, that movie probably had just come out. Oh, and yeah. it was six hours long. Spartacus is like Spartacus a, was a long fucking movie, and also the fact that I'm Spartacus is not even Kurt Douglas saying it, saying that it's it's Tony Curtis who the entire movie is like I'm in love with you Spartacus, <laughs> Spartacus, hey Spartacus, hey, Spartacus, I'm hey, in love with you, I'm in love with you, say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> Well, that's me, Tony Curtis. Um, so, so there's a. Se- I'm totally Greek, you guys. Yeah, I love when he when he escapes. I, now we're talking about Spartacus, but but leading to the I'm Spartacus, he just got caught escaping because Lawrence Olivier tried to force himself on Tony Curtis. So that leads to basically Spartacus beating the shit out of all of these people. Shit. So he good was, for you, Spartacus. He was super insecure about his like sexuality wasn't he so Spartacus it's fine it's okay you don't have to kill people so so I'm Spartacus was was basically Kurt Douglas defending Tony Curtis who then in turn defended him so there's no reason that should be in this fucking movie like 17 times no granted again the extended cut he may have said it a lot more than the normal cut he says it a ton he says it a lot in the theatrical well, And I feel like too. he says a lot to Charlize Theron to get her, like, Who is going. thoroughly unimpressed by it. Yeah. All she wants to do is fuck her dentist. Yeah. yeah. And that was, like, that was the big problem with the extended cut that you were telling me, is there are so many scenes of her just, like, trying to fuck the dentist there was that are unnecessary. one in the theatrical version. Yeah. She went to the dentist, and he came out, and he goes, Tina? And she goes, oh, yeah, that's me. And that's it. That was the end of the dentist story. But oh, no, no, on the phone, on the phone, she's like, "Oh yeah, I need to be at my dentist all day." Yep, there's that. I have a number five incisor yep. that needs yep. a crown. Yep, and then, and then she puts the thing on her hair with the hair dryer, and then just hangs up on him. Yeah, I mean, like that was that's all you need. Yeah, which is why that was the theatrical. Yeah, I I love watching this with Haley because 
she's must she she's walked in so many times on me watching this <laughs> that makes it sound terrible <laughs> but <laughs> what are you doing no i'm just watching this tom hanks movie why are your pants down by your ankles oh my god i don't know <laughs> no you quickly change the channel i'm watching football i'm watching football I'm watching the pa- the patriots it's great scott you Go don't pass. watch sports <laughs> god damn it you caught me again <laughs> i was i was watching a porn <laughs> not this pg movie <laughs> Back in the 90s, you would watch the scrambled TV stations that were playing that thing you do, trying to catch a glimpse of Tom Hanks. <laughs> trying to catch some boob. Yeah, trying to catch some boob. I mean, I thought but maybe if we watched, I think that's what it, what it was, too, is I thought if we watched the extended, that maybe I'd catch some boob. You really wanted to catch some Just boob. Just some side like, boob. there's no boob in this. <laughs> yeah. Well, just, no, Rita Wilson has the low cut that's in true. her cocktail that's dress. pretty low, but... I mean, that's just cleavage. That's not full boob. That's I know. Not. I think I w- by the end, I wanted to settle. I would just settled for side boob. I, I just, I just pictured the studio trying to interfere and be like, Tom, why don't you just throw in some something sexy into this movie, like a seduction scene? How like, about my like, wife? He's like, <laughs> no sex. There's a snake in my boot. Oh no! No sex. Sex leads to AIDS, guys. <laughs> Oh my god, that's, that's why there's no sex AIDS. in this. It's so weird that he won for Philadelphia and then Forrest Gump back to back. And both films oh, have yeah, that he under- did. Yeah, yep. it's weird. I mean, it makes sense. And then the film he should have won for, he did not. <laughs> Castaway. Well, yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Never seen it. Well, when you're alone on an island the entire movie and you're like bleeding and crying, you should win an Oscar. Yeah. Not not uh, Russell Crowe for playing he, Spartacus, and now we go back. He also oh my had God. a fuck uh, Spartacus. He also had a dramatic weight loss in that movie. So, yeah. and, and you know, if you're an actor and you gain a lot of weight or lose a lot of weight, you win an Oscar. That's also how he got diabetes. <laughs> no, I'm not even kidding. That's, no, that makes how sense. How does Christian Bale not have diabetes? He does. He does. Oh yeah, right. he well, has then, there to. We go. There's no fucking way. Yeah. Especially when he went to play um, that douche nozzle in the latest movie that he just did oh, um, about the Dick Bush Shandy. administration. Yeah, Dick. Dick face. Dick Cheney. Just dick, dick, dick. You said Dick Feeney. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's it. It's Dick Feeney. Oh, that's definitely Well, a that's name. the podcast. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, Charlize, so Haley comes in and she's like, is that is that Charlize Theron? I'm like, yeah. She looks so young. I was like, Kind of. But she still also looks exactly the same as she does I, now. I th- I she it, looks unnatural, though. Like, that look I doesn't work I think it's the puffy cheeks. Like, yeah. mm. She looks so young. Like, yeah, she's got, the, face. she's got the baby fat. Yeah. Um, but how do you say her name? Charlize, Charlize Theron. So am I saying it right or am I saying it wrong? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter how you say it. <laughs> uh, it's Charlie Theron. <laughs> Charlie Theron. <laughs> Era, hey, uh, Charlie Theron. Also, daddy and mother for me. One thing that they they brought up in this movie that they kind of gloss over. Uh, Kennedy was pretty much just shot. <laughs> like, oh shit! Oh yeah, because this happened in '64. It, it takes place in '64. And the record label guy is like biggest riot since Oswald was shot. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, I never like yeah, I never made that connection. Yeah, my favorite part of this movie is when uh, they're leaving a book depository. <laughs> in texas <laughs> that didn't happen <laughs> oh no i was joking that that the wonders killed kennedy oh <laughs> they did though then the oniders definitely killed well, kennedy honestly 
of the four of them, who do you think would be the serial killer? Oh, Jimmy. Really? I don't I, know the bass player. That's what I was thinking too, the bass player. Oh, see, like I He doesn't even Jimmy, have a name. I think Jimmy has a Ted Bundy complex. But the bass player doesn't even have a name. That's like he's perfect All right, to be a okay. serial killer. All right, wait. TB. Bass player would kill would be like a mass shooter and kill Kennedy. But Jimmy would be like a Ted Bundy type and stalk right. and rape yeah, women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. A- after Faye told him to fuck off, he just yeah. goes crazy. He would be a psychotic kind We of can turn killer. this into a very different movie, guys. Yeah. David Fincher's that thing you do. <laughs> <laughs> David Lynch's that thing you do. Oh, hey. and that's an even more different movie. So uh, Tom Everett Scott's playing the drums <laughs> over here. <laughs> Jimmy, you're you're in the corner, you know. Jerking off to your own image because you're that vain. <laughs> but it's all got to be shot in black and white with like red accents. There's something about Jimmy that's so unsettling from the moment he comes on. Like, yeah, even when he's just writing, like he doesn't even smile once. Just his face. You just look at his face. You're like, I fucking hate you. You haven't even opened your mouth yet. And I fucking hate you. In Why does your... every song have to be a ballad? <laughs> oh my god yeah that was really obnoxious but he was like it's too fast ballad. it's too fast hey you gotta slow it down i'm trying to play over there here. he goes trade his song another hit song alone in my principles <laughs> that'd be a good song alone in my principles <laughs> honestly i feel like he he's like the leonard cohen but not <laughs> even in a good way no he's like later leonard cohen like oh. crazy leonard cohen but like he's got a touch of the morrissey Oh, we d- oh he's got a touch of touch the of the Morrissey. Good album name. That's a good album name. Touch of- that would be like the Oneidas that- reunion album. Next- touch of the Morrissey, or, or or the Cure's album. Touch of the Morrissey for their ongoing feud. Oh, Robert Smith hates Morrissey though. Yeah, good for him. He should. Morrissey's garbage. I'm 100 percent on Robert Smith's side. Oh, did you yeah. see Robert Smith at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for his induction? No, no. Oh, he was so puffy. He was just. He was so like you know what he's earned it. He gets to be puff goth. I was pretty sure that he was like super loaded. He's like, I just want to thank all of you for voting for us to be here tonight. <laughs> Starts looking at his shoes, kicking around a little. He's just really awkward. Okay, I never did heroin, but I'm on a handful of quaaludes. <laughs> oh, good for him. Also drank a fifth before I got here. But I mean, I think by our, our disparaging remarks, you can tell who the kill and the fuck Mary kill situation of the Oh, it's definitely is. Jimmy. It's definitely Jimmy. Yeah. yeah. And like, then fuck that guy. So who did you so, pick TB to be we'll, the fuck? Well, Mary Lenny. Yeah, you got Mary Lenny. We you kill, gotta fuck the drummer. You'd fuck oh. the drummer got, like, and be oh best friends God. with TB. Yeah. 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 I think we said gay best friends. Did we decide <laughs> at one point he was gay? No, he was our. BBF. Oh, best friend bass player. Uh, best friend BFBP, bass. best friend bass player. Yeah, and then he gets replaced with a guy who should be a serial killer. Who oh, the wolf be? Wolf the man. Wolf. Killer. A wolf man. Wolf, wolf man. man. And it, I think I can handle it, kid. Junior. Whatever. He says, I think I can handle, I can it, junior. handle it, junior. What, what pissed me off the most is his name was Scott. I was like, no! That's <laughs> my name! You don't get that name! I was like, the only Scots, and this was 1996 when I saw this movie, that are allowed are Scotty Pippen and Star Trek. <laughs> you know what? I still stand by that. I mean, besides you, of course. Yeah. Three Scots. There's only three Scots. So only three Scots. Yeah, so now Pippen's not famous, so we have Scott Wolf. 
And we still have Scotty from Star Trek, who is Wait, Simon Pegg. Does, does Scott Wait, Wolf Scott do Wolf from Party of Five? I just like <laughs> Scott Wolf, okay? Now we're watching White Squall. Come on. <laughs> that is the most, like, deep dive fucking reach from the depths well, reference. I, it, it's Scott be- Wolf. Honestly, it's because we watch so much Say by the Bell on this podcast, and Scott Wolf is a background actor on it. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Yeah. I never knew that. That's oh, he hilarious. chews the scenery. He has no lines. And they're like, can we get fries? And he's like, uh-huh. And he's just uh-huh. like, <laughs> you like my temples? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, Scott Wolf. Oh, what happened to him? What did happen to him, though? I don't know. When uh, he was serving me my breakfast the other day. <laughs> oh, womp womp. But he would be somewhere in New England, I feel like. He's just patiently awaiting a Party of Five reunion show. Matthew there, Fox there is, is too a busy. new Party of Five, but it's an all Latino cast. Good for them. That's yeah. He's like, oh my God, they're doing a revival. And they're like, warp, warp. he's like, oh, I'm not invited. <laughs> <laughs> he actually auditioned for this movie. I could see Aww. that. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's about his time. Yeah. Yeah. So this makes sense. And also it makes sense for him he... to not get it. I, I don't know who he would be. I think the only Maybe person... Jimmy. I was thinking Lenny. No. He's not There's only funny. one Lenny. There's only one Lenny, and it is Steve Zahn. Yeah. yeah. But Steve Zahn wasn't originally going to be Lenny. It was going to be... Um... Well, somebody made oh some God. good choices yeah. around here, so... Yeah. Somebody did a good fucking job. I think it was Tom Hanks. It was probably... You Tom know what? Tom Hanks? Single hand Tam clap Tam Honks. Tam Honks. <laughs> could not... I got a little too drunk by the end. Could not say Tom Hanks' name. Kept calling him Tam Honks. <laughs> oh, it was Fine. Paul Rudd who almost played Lenny. Oh, you know what? That would have been just I as mean, good. I mean, I could no, say no, I, I would not say just as good. It would like, have been good. It would have been grand. But I don't think he would have been able to deliver the jokes quite like Steve Zahn does. Yeah, because like he's not quite awkward enough. Right. Because he's almost too charming. He would have been a good guy, also. Oh. The drummer. Yeah. He could have been a good guy. He could have been a good guy. All right. Could have been a good guy. He could have been a good guy. Damn it, Paul. You could have been a good guy. Yeah, I I could see that, but I don't see him being like a cool drummer. (laughs) I just don't see this as his movie. Yeah. Actually, you know what? I could see him being the original bassist. (laughs) <laughs> but like because it's like an it would be an oh giovanni pop- rubisi's character oh the original drummer or no wait what you mean tv yeah okay yeah 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 but you need to have the younger guy but yeah giovanni rubiso what the fuck is he doing what are you doing <laughs> what what happened what happened scientology happened oh uh, he, he was born into scientology oh, indeed he was, he was born into, oh yeah you ta- you were telling me about that because then we started talking about back yeah they're yeah. all born into, They're all born into it. Scientology. No, not Beck. Oh, did you yes. not know that? No. Oh, oh yeah, no. Beck was born his into Scientology. His whole family is super Scientology. But I love Beck. But he's we not, all do. But he's not super gross and weird about it. All Scientologists are super gross and weird about Scientology. So he doesn't believe really the spaceship is coming. I'm a Beck apologist. <laughs> he he doesn't believe the spaceship is coming. He is building the spaceship. Yeah. out of sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's singing to the aliens he's singing his thetans are singing uh, you should watch the Leah Romini show about Scientology because that's oh, what I've, I've been binging and I'm like what? it's on my watch list because everyone keeps telling me holy fuck balls yeah I need to watch that show and I cannot I'm not even gonna go into it because <laughs> it's a whole different conversation I <laughs> Beck also would have been a great person to write a track for this movie. Yeah. 
like when when he wrote the tracks for uh, Scott Pilgrim. If his themes will oh, allow that's it. Right. <laughs> oh, back, get out of let let, just let the themes out. It's fine. It's fine. But Giovanni Ribisi is like the biggest asshole in this movie. Like he's such a dick to guy. Like yeah. he's like. We were in the tempos. We were awful. Hey, guy, weren't you the drummer for the tempos? Fuck you, Giovanni <laughs> Rabisi. But the scene when they're jumping over the street meters and he falls and breaks his arm. Oh, my is God. fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is one it's of like the good. But that's one of the best, I think, directed scenes in a movie, especially one from the 90s. Yeah, yeah. That has ever existed. It's just so I think we paused it for a minute because we needed to laugh for a solid five minutes. You were talking. I was like, no, shut up. You need to watch this scene. And you were right. You were right. I did. It was so worth it. Why couldn't Ethan Embry get above the the thing? When he's taller than Giovanni Ribisi. I don't fucking know. It's a mess. It's a fucking mess. I never noticed it the first go around, but I didn't realize what they were talking about because I was too busy watching Giovanni Ribisi, of course. Um, Yeah. But... It's Jimmy being a total tool, and he's like, "No, it, it's herdsman, like the one of the senses." Yeah, we fucking get it, Jimmy. Jesus, why don't Christ. you go back to your coffee house? <laughs> keep going back to the herdsman. I just, you know, I think the herdsman is just go. It's really the winner and here. Honestly, I hate to say it because I do not want to agree with him, but opposed to the wonders, it yeah. is a better. It's better name. than the Oneaters. Oh, they wouldn't have called him. Hey, that's herdsman. So Oneiders, Dan. Got it. Looks like the Oneiders. No, look. The Wonders. Lenny. Yeah, it looks like the Oneiders. No, the the Wonders. Got it. Looks like the Oneiders. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. <laughs> what they should have done with that is just put a one and then D-E-R-S. D-E-R-S. Yeah. Well, I just loved how when Tom Hanks' character comes in, he's like, first off, Fuck your name. It's terrible. You're just the wonders. W O N D E R S. You're all fucking idiots. I don't know why you think this is going to work. Like, he just fucking. Like, I do really like Tom Hanks in this movie because he comes in just guns blazing. I fucking know what's up. He didn't even want to be in the movie. The only way he could oh. get it made is they're like, we'll let you write it and direct it, but you also have to star in it. And I just picture, like, the studio is like, we want you to play Guy. I'm 40. <laughs> Oh my god! But they probably did. Yeah. yeah. So so he's like, I'll be Mr. White because originally it was supposed to be, um, oh my god, uh, what's his name? Jesus, Bill Pullman. Oh, that would have been Bill good. Pullman. He yeah. can be in this movie. Yeah. Tom Hanks gave up three movies to be in this film, and sacrifices. Man, he doesn't even win a goddamn Oscar. That's some bullshit. Well, he gave up doing Star Trek: First Contact, which. He hated giving that up. He's a huge Star Trek fan. Yeah, but I don't see Tom Hanks in Star Trek. He was That's supposed to be weird. James Cromwell's role. That mm, seems weird. I don't buy it. I'm sorry. Like, I love Tom Hanks, but... Mm. He gave up Fargo. I can't see him in Fargo no. either. He was supposed to be Jerry Lundegaard. He was supposed to be William H. Macy's character. No. Oh, William no. H. Macy needed to be in that role. Um, and then... Ah, uh, Jesus Christ. What was the other movie? I had it written down. Um... Oh, uh, my brain is melting. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. It's crazy. It's everywhere. Fuck. Uh, uh, um, the Frighteners. Oh, I never saw that. With Michael J. Fox took the role instead, which is one of my favorites. You know what? Oh, Quite yeah, frankly, that one. 
he made the right choice being in that thing you yeah. do. Which is weird. Oh, uh, and Jerry Maguire was the last one. Oh, no. I mean, no. Can you picture him coming in and be like, Show- I'm looking for my wife. <laughs> you can play me. Oh, my God. Show me the money. <laughs> no, it doesn't work. Especially because... Jerry Maguire has short man syndrome. Right. So Tom Hanks ain't short. As a short man, I resemble that remark. (laughs) You do not have short man syndrome. I don't read that off you anyway. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, Tom Hanks actually made the right choice in doing this. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Though I'm curious to see him in Fargo what that would have been like. Fair. Like... They went to him, then they went to Bill Pullman, and they casted Bill Pullman, and he did so bad that they went to William H. Macy. I can't see Bill Pullman doing William yeah, H. No. Macy's role. No, no, no. Wait, when did this come out? 95? 96. 96? Because I'm like, what? Lot, was was Bill Pullman in Lost Highway? Yeah, that was 97. Yeah, so that he was probably like, I guess I'll go do Lost Highway then. No, he did Independence Day instead. Was that 96? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. No, 96 was a good year for movies, it though. It really was. Guys, do you remember the 90s? I, that's what this entire podcast is about. <laughs> <laughs> now, Guys, do you remember the 90s? Now, eat your Dunkaroos and your Gogurt. God, I fucking wish Get we had Dunkaroos. some Gushers in there. Everybody's like, just eat and teddy drink, bears with... Just drink like, your Mondo. Oh, I loved Mondo, too. No, everyone is always like, oh, because I bitch about there's no more Dunkaroos. And I was like, just get some, you know, candy frosting and some teddy grams and dip. i'm like it's the not same. the fucking same you plebe get the fuck because out of here they didn't glaze the dunkaroo cookie it was just a straight just up a graham, cracker. graham cracker it's just, just a just stick just bring back dunkaroos i think tom hanks is the man who could bring back dunkaroos <laughs> petition to tom hanks to bring back dunkaroos he can get anything done all right, you're he right. Got though. us a fourth Toy Story movie that we did not we, need. Nobody wanted it. Nobody asked for it. We didn't need it. I didn't see it. But I love money. I guess <laughs> Disney loves money. That's um, true. Yeah, which this is now a Disney movie. I was gonna ask because this is a Disney. Was it a movie. Fox movie this originally? This is a Fox movie. Yep, mm-hmm. and then now it's a Disney movie. Yeah. Oh God. Oh God. Wait a minute. So now Disney has the rights to this, so they could remake that thing you do. They're Disney remake go. They they're but actually it's gonna be, definitely gonna have Zac Efron in but it. But it's gonna be eighties instead Ooh. of sixties. Yep, and it's New Wave. <laughs> Hold on, I might not hate this <laughs> if if it was like a Joy Division band. Yeah, if we could do this with like Susie. No, and they're the gonna they're gonna do they're gonna do like a White Snake band. Ugh. Oh, you yeah. know they're gonna do a hair metal band. Oh my god, this might happen. <laughs> Like, I'm just thinking of it. I'm like, if I can do this. But didn't they kind of just do that with the movie version of, what is it, Rock of Ages? What was that? I don't know. But I think... The, Rock the of me- Ages, which is number 35 of this podcast. We did was, that, was that the movie? I don't know. It was the they fucking made a musical. movie of it, right? The movie of the musical. Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. definitely... You're right. There's definitely a movie of it. It's terrible, and Tom Cruise is in it. It is... What? Tom oh, yeah, Cruise he plays Stacy Jacks. Yeah, he was supposed to be like the super sexy like rock star guy and he had long hair and wore I think, did he wear a lot of fringe? Dear Tom Hanks. Yeah. Please. Tom Cruise. Stop. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. There's too many Toms. Dear Tom Cruise, please stop. Dear Tom Hanks, keep doing what you're doing. Also bring back Tom Cruise. <laughs> also, Tom Hanks, thank you for playing Mr. Rogers. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. But nobody else. This is I believe this is one of the movies that they're turning into a Disney Plus series. Because 
Home Alone, The Sandlot, and I think Sister Act and that thing. Can you they do. just like fuck off ruining my childhood? Wait, no, come back. Which one did it? Sister Act? All of them. All the of Sandlot. Them. Sister Act. Even this. Well, the Sandlot, they got all of the original cast. Except I don't for, care. I don't care. They're I all 20 care. years older now. They're like, they're not 40s. kids. Except for Benny the Jet, who's in prison. <laughs> He oh. stabs someone. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, yeah, he run, did. Benny, run. <laughs> oh, my God. He sure did. Oh, shit. Yeah, also, I think that I'm sure the this. dog's dead, so you can't can't have a remake without the dog. Yeah, yeah, but for some reason, James Earl Jones is still alive. You know, I have questions he about that. He is a very nice man. I no, have technically met him before. I mean, I'm very glad he's still alive, but I am also like, huh, what How? are you doing? What you doing there? Well, Jimmy? I sacrifice a virgin every night. Because he chills out in upstate New York, and that's it. So that's the secret. You need to have a home in upstate New York if you want to live forever. Yeah. All right. Now we know. <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. So <laughs> back to that thing you do. <laughs> we haven't even talked about Liv Tyler. Yeah. She does not belong in this film. Yeah. She's... I didn't buy her in it. She felt like... It was weird to me because she felt like a background character that they were trying to make a foreground but she, character. She lived Tyler real hard in this movie. Oh, she did? Yeah, she just played herself. Yeah, she did yeah. this right after. So Tom Hanks saw Empire Records and casted her. That's which, right. And Ethan Embry, I assume? Yeah. So, Yeah, that's right. You were mentioning that, I think. Mm-hmm. Ethan we Embry it. is... His facial expressions in this movie are pretty fucking good. Like, yeah. When uh, Lenny goes, they're going to record in a church. And he's like, you got to watch your language. And he just goes, of course. (laughs) (laughs) God, he's so fucking charismatic. That man. Um, Ethan Embry is the one who looks the worst of the four O'Neaters. He always kind of looks like he just came. He's like a day off of a drug binge, like through the whole movie. And in real life now. (laughs) Oh, Oh. he's, he's looking rough. Yeah, but he seems like he's doing okay. Well, so he's, he's got, got smacking it. He's got that Grace and Frankie money. Yeah, yeah, he's got smacking it. He's doing the best he ever did. Yeah. Um, my biggest problem, I think, with Liv, T- like, whatever, Liv Tyler's fine. You're right. She's just kind of playing herself. She doesn't really belong. But I also feel like she's not so much of. They really tried to make her feel like a big element of the story when she really isn't. But what I really fucking <laughs> hated, you know what else? You know what other character is like that? Arwen huh. in Lord of the Rings. It's almost like we're really trying hard to make Liv Taylor, Tyler a thing. Taylor. Yeah. I keep fucking that up. You say Taylor. Like, we I all say, say Tyler. Because Maggie doesn't <laughs> like, know what names are. That time period really tried to make Liv Tyler happen. And oh, and Armageddon. And, and, it, oh. and they did it. And they she didn't did do it. anything in Armageddon either. Guys, yeah. like she's. I'm sure she's a lovely person. She's very pretty, and like I'm sure she's great. She's not like she's nothing special as an actress. She's just gonna come in and be herself. Then I, I honestly think that the movie that she did the most in was Empire Records. It was, yeah. Which, oh god, I think because was that one of her first roles? Yeah. Well, she got cast in that because of the Aerosmith music videos, of course. Which is kind of weird. Oh, Since you like, mean when your dad cast your teenage daughter to 
well, like for the longest time he didn't know it was his teenage yeah, daughter. Like, it made me but a little he very much knew Liv Tyler was his daughter point. at that point. Right. And He's like, oh, I thought that it was Todd Rundgren who was your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Liv Rundgren. That's who was raising her. <laughs> she legit her. thought that Todd Rundgren was oh, her dad. But don't Todd worry. Rundgren. Don't worry. They can still be friends. <laughs> you're not my dad but you're still my friend hello it's me oh <laughs> so i'm running like, out of todd rungren songs it's it's the new it's the new like hallmark card you're not my dad anymore but you're still my friend <laughs> woof uh no but like what really they really do have a card for everything they really do though they have a card for like I'm sorry you have to be a stay at home mom now. Oh my! God. I'm not even sure you I'm have seen sorry that. you yeah, have like, to be like a stay at home. Yeah, like my condolences that you're a stay at home mom. Okay. Right. It's weird. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. Yep. Welcome to 2019. Enjoy your stay. Here's your free cry bag. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. No one also, does. Also, if you're gonna spew, spew into this. It's just a cup. It's you're just gonna a overflow cup. it. Here's some political science to throw up on. Anyway, but the thing that really cheeses my grits about her character is like the absolutely 100% just fabricated love story between her and Guy. Well, because the whole time they felt like when I watched them together, they're not, it's like a brother sister relationship that nothing ever read as romantic. Well, the film does take place in Kentucky, so. (laughs) Oh, shots fired. Pew, pew. Wait, I thought it took place in Pennsylvania. It does. I, I was saying, I was saying, you're just, fired. you're just shooting straight at fucking Kentucky. Right I'm looking now. at you, Kentucky. What did I do? You fucking know what you I'm, did. I'm sorry. It's that dry wit. I say really ridiculous things with a serious face. We were at a wedding and anytime Haley and I go to a wedding, we act like it's a school dance and like we, we dance and we have a great time and I spin her around and this woman came up to us and she's like, you guys are amazing dancers just watching you and i go well we'd rehearse for three hours a day every day and she goes really and i go no <laughs> <laughs> that's no. a very nice compliment to no it's sure like the nicest lovely. thing anyone said to us <laughs> with a straight face i was like three hours a day every day that's you want to get this good that's how you get this good lady how'd you get to carnegie hall you practice uh i hate that and, joke and other cliches <laughs> when they go uh. and get tough the tough get go it is the way it is. Pain's just weakness leaving the body. <laughs> what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But yeah, it doesn't kill you, it just makes you drink more. Also, Liv Tyler is too polite in this movie. Even when she breaks up with him, she's yeah. still very polite. Jimmy, from now on you stay away from me. Wasted thousands and thousands of kisses on you. Kisses that I thought were special because of your your lips and your smile and all your color in life. I used to think that was the real you when you smiled. But now I know that you don't mean any of it. You just save it for all your songs. Jimmy, I don't really like you anymore, and and I don't want to see you again. And through the entire movie, she makes absolutely zero indication that she can even see the garbage that is Jimmy. Yeah. Completely blind to it. Well, yeah, there's that that scene where she's like, 
Jimmy, he's just really passionate about. Yeah, his work. he he tested at high levels. And, oh fuck you, Liv Tyler. Just because he's smart doesn't mean he can be a fucking. It, dick. it almost seems like she's just trying to be like, well, he's a little autistic. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, like that's kind of how it reads. Like she made these he's weird mistakes s- for him, or he's a weird uh, excuses boy. for him. He's kind of on the spectrum. You just have to be patient with him. <laughs> like damn, Liv Tyler. I'm gonna go back to Ben Affleck eating animal crackers. Do you not yeah. remember that from Armageddon? I tried to really just take Armageddon out of my brain. It took me some time, but I did. And guess who just brought all the memories flooding back? <laughs> it was Scott. I'm sorry. No, you're not. <laughs> Blame it on Ben Affleck. Fucking Ben Affleck. Fuck you, Ben Affleck. He's not a good person either. I don't think. Right? Is he canceled? No. Um, Is he on hiatus, though, I think? I feel like he's on hiatus. I think everyone's just really mad because he was Batman. I thought everyone was mad because he broke up with Jennifer Gardner. She broke up with him. Good for her. She's not a nice person. I don't know. I hate everyone. (laughs) But didn't he cheat on her with the nanny or some shit? Did he Jew law her? I thought that was Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Wow, well, people did just the need to get thing. rid of their nannies, guys. Right, Gavin Rosdale, like all of them. Oh my God, why are you fucking the nanny? Stop fucking the nanny. Well, well you know our demographic is rich. <laughs> Bouge pressure does not need that kind of pressure. Mister Sheffield, <laughs> <laughs> she's a busy lady. Good for her, Mister Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, can you imagine it's just Fred Treasure every time? <laughs> well, she was working in a bridal shop in Flushing, Queens. And then her, her boyfriend, boyfriend kicked, kicked her out. out. It one was of one of those crushing, crushing scenes. scenes. What was she going to do? Where was she going to go? She, she was, was out, out on, on her, her fanny. fanny. So are they remaking so that So over too? the bridge to the to Flushing, to the Sheffield's yeah. door. She was there she to was sell makeup. makeup but, but the, the father, father saw more. more. She had style. She, she had, had flair. She was there. She was the nanny. And scene. You're welcome. <laughs> Guys, remember the 90s? <laughs> when sitcoms could be like, or even movies could have really dark lines in like children's movies and you never noticed it. Like in this movie where um, uh, Rita Wilson says, oh, they're talking to Del Paxton, wandering hands, good cock and bull. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck did he do? <laughs> Actually, I will say I have one note. Because I was pretty drunk at this point. <laughs> and this was towards the end of the movie when Guy was going to meet Del Paxton. And he was all nervous. I was like, oh, white boy too scared to meet Del Paxton? Is that what happened? Yeah. Well, oh. well, well, when we were watching this, I forgot that it was Bill Cobbs, who was the the coach from Airbud. <laughs> <laughs> but... I thought for a split second, my brain's like, oh, God, is that Bill Cosby? And I was like, no, we can't no, watch can't this be. anymore. Oh, this episode's canceled. And I was like, oh, thank God. It's not. OK. Definitely would have remembered that if it was Bill Cosby. Yeah. Um, but he, Del Paxton, fucking Del Paxton. Fucking Del Paxton. OK, though. so the song that he plays at the beginning uh, that he drums to. That's literally verbatim the same piano tune that he plays with Guy at the end. (laughs) They don't even change it. They're like, they're not going to know. I didn't. I I didn't. I didn't. Well, we also watched the three-hour extended version (laughs) of this. By that time, we had forgotten everything that happened Well, the the Oneaters had to go to Mordor. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I wish. (laughs) All right. Wait. We do Lord of the Rings. Who would? Okay. Well, obviously, Tom Hanks is Gandalf. 
Oh, yeah. Obviously. Obviously. Liv Tyler can just be Arwen again. Um, Lenny <laughs> is Mary or Pippin. Both. I think Lenny is Mary and the bass player is Pippin. Oh. I think the bass player is Sam. No. No, because he leaves. No, then the bass player has to be uh, Sean Bean's character. No. Oh, is that why he had He's like 50 arrows here. in his chest by the end of the movie? Yeah, that's what happens. Um, fucking Jimmy's Saruman. No, he's that's too nice. He's wow. got a warm tongue. Wow. Oh my god. I kind of like warm tongue though. <laughs> so like, okay, then, I don't know. I would say Jimmy. Gollum. Jimmy is an Urukai. Ooh, wow. He doesn't even get a name. Maybe oh. Lurts. Well, oh. I would say, no, no. I would say he's the king. Uh, um, Boromir and Faramir's dad. Oh. Oh, Denethor. Denethor. Yeah. He could be Denethor. All right. He could be Denethor. Give him Denethor. Yeah, we'll give yeah, him Denethor. Denethor's such a dick. Yeah, too. Denethor is a dick, and yeah. he really just shoots himself in the foot. So, yeah, and all right. Denethor's band was fire. also called the Herdsmen. <laughs> <laughs> but who's Guy? Oh, Guy. Guy is definitely uh, Aragon. I. I don't. I get me. He is not cool enough to be no, Aragorn. Right? Like that's okay, the thing. Then, then I, guess I guess he, he could be Frodo. He's not. Maybe cool he's. Enough to be Frodo. Maybe he's Sam. He could be a Sam. I think he could be a Sam. Or he's a Faramir. Oh, he could be Faramir. No, Faramir is. <laughs> I don't know. Now it's. <laughs> we have this theory that so when you're in in college and you watch Lord of the Rings, you're all about Legolas because yeah. you're like, oh, he's cute, and he's dreamy, he's young. Oh, fucking then Legolas. You, yeah, I was he's just thinking fucking that. Legolas. Guy is Legolas. Guy is Legolas. And oh god, he is Legolas. He is. Um, but then your twenties, you're all about Aragorn because you're like, oh, but like, I don't know, like you're a strong daddy kind of type. <laughs> but then you hit your thirties, like, but Faramir though, like, boy, don't get yeah. his due. Then I would say. Lamar, the bellhop, is Faramir. Oh, you know what? Yeah. I love Lamar. Lamar's Lamar's a very, like, underutilized character. He, the, him and Lenny are my two favorite characters. No. Lamar is Tom Bombadil. <gasps> yep. Lamar is Tom fucking Bombadil. Yep. Only in the extended Only version. Only the best fucking character in Lord of the Rings. Granted, it's a book character, but whatever. Ooh. It's fine. He is Tom Bombadil 100%. There you go. Here I, first. I, so, oh, we didn't even talk about Guy's douchebag dad. His oh, his, his fucking dad. dad's fucking hey, ridiculous. Look, I'm just gonna tell you that I'm gonna shop at Telemart from now on because they support Planned Parenthood. <laughs> what? <laughs> I I drunkenly came up with the because Telemart's their their big like competition. Yeah, and like the dad's just such a fucking no nonsense asshole. And I'm like. God, I bet like he hates Planned Parenthood. <laughs> like I bet I bet Telemark totally supports Planned Parenthood. Yeah. Well, I'm shopping there from now Telemark on. Telemark gives their oh employees insurance and it covers birth control. Yeah. But I bet like no nonsense dad store does not. Yeah. Patterson's like, appliance. He's like, I'm he sorry, did you want birth control? You don't get health he insurance. He supports traditional families. He doesn't even pay his daughter to work in the store. And she's working like 40 hours a week. Yep. Yeah. And all she wants to do is fuck Giovanni Ribisi in the back she room. She doesn't even get no. summer vacation. She, she ends up with Giovanni Ribisi. That's unfortunate for her. But I mean, I guess like maybe good Because for her? then Giovanni Ribisi gets hired and he starts oh, he showing up at their house. He becomes their new son. Yeah, but... Yeah. the. He's the son they always wanted. Right. Yeah, he can't play the drums. <laughs> he, he can't play the drums and he turns off the lights at night. He's he's a good son. Yes. The good son. He's the Elijah Wood of this situation. Also a movie with Elijah Wood. 
Yeah. <laughs> We're just going to talk about Elijah Wood like a lot. So let's talk That's about why. the faculty. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can we also talk about North? That was a really good movie. Oh, I, I am doing North eventually on the podcast. I love that movie. Oh, also in Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, which is a Pisces movie. Indeed he is. Oh, you mean Patrick Baby Boy? Wait. That's his character's name. That's what Kate Winslet calls him. Oh, I for- it's been a while since baby I've seen it. Baby Boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because he's got that baby face. He does. God, he will be young forever. Did you see what he did for Halloween with his girlfriend last year? No. He went as 11. <laughs> he wore he wore the pink dress <laughs> and he put blood under his nose. I love him. I, I want to be, be best, best friends with him. him. <laughs> Fuck. That's all we want is to be Elijah Wood's best friend. That's the point of our and podcast And his production now. company put out Mandy. Like, I love this fucking And dude. also, did you see Cooties? No. What's that? Oh, it's the I horror movie it. he made. Uh, where he is a teacher, <gasps> oh, zombie okay. kids. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. I heard about it. I didn't see it. It's good. It's good. It's really good. I believe it. Anything that that fucking boy touches oh, is great. Why wasn't Elijah Wood in this? He should have been TB. He was a little young, I think. Um, ninety six. He was. He's only a couple years older than us, right? Yes. But two thousand is ninety nine is when but he went 90, to film. Hold on, though. But ninety six is when you were casting thirty year olds to play sixteen year olds. True. Yeah, but he would have been a great. Lo- TV. He would have been. He was way too young, though. Yeah, he would have looked like he was in like seventh grade. Now playing. he could. Yeah, <laughs> now he could in his thirties, forties. I don't know he's how old he is. Thirties. Yeah, he's only a few years Late old. Late thirties. Yeah, but also, TB being obsessed with the military. That's also another underutilized like plot point. Like, yeah, it is kind of weird. Like when the when they're in the diner at, towards the end, and he was like going to go somewhere with Guy, but then sees the Marines come in. He's like, I could do push-ups already, and they're like, Give me a hundred right here. And he's do like, the clap. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah. Like the bases. Um. Also, I totally glossed over my favorite part of the movie is the talent show. Yes, the talent show. Yeah. Okay, those the sisters, the are, folk sis, the Peter, oh my god, those, those girls. Are, I think I called whatever. them like Sister Rosetta Thorpe. Yes, basically, those girls are into some weird BDSM. Oh like, yeah, they are. Like you know, the one playing the upright bass has like a leather daddy costume. Go for but you her. know what? <laughs> they can hear the children laughing. They can oh, hear no. the children my, laughing. My favorite moment of that is the girl in the audience who's just like, yeah. Yeah. It's like, I'm going to Sarah Lawrence next year. Are you guys going? <laughs> I'm going I'm to Vassar. <laughs> I'm going to experiment. <laughs> oh, also the Nazi Buscemi guy who is their fan. The guy who kind of looks like... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Who, who has... The face where you're like, I know that guy from like five million things, but I have no idea what the fuck his name is. He was is. in jury duty. He was. Yeah. And he was also in a bunch of Pizza Hut commercials. Oh. <laughs> I, I knew I, I wanted Pizza and then Hut. Every I time figure I would, out why. Every time I would see the commercial, I'm like, oh, it's the guy from that thing you do. And like 500 other things. Don't know his name. Creepy looking dude, but whatever. He well, has a also, name. Also, the guy who was hosting the talent show, he looks like a man who is just crying in a woman's bathroom. <laughs> like, but the oh. scene where he fucking loses it on the that guy. Shut up! I'll kill you. Oh my god. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs> like that was crazy. <laughs> you lost it when he did that. Yeah, well, yeah I just, that I was love, amazing. I love what he's saying. Your jerk, Ken. Yep. Eat my shorts, Ken. Oh, Eat my shorts. Shut up. <laughs> Oh God! Um, yeah, there there were some definite gems in this movie, yeah. and that was one of them. Also, I 
<laughs> we came here to eat pizza and meet chicks. Or dance and meet chicks. Dance we can't meet, meet chicks if we don't dance. Yeah, no shit, asshole. <laughs> also, uh, Chrissy Tompkins, the the girl who is obsessed with yep. the guy. Oh, that, yeah. That's when you realize how great Lenny is, because he's like, I'll take it from here. Oh, he's married. <laughs> yeah. Oh Very serious. What about the bass player? He's married. <laughs> like, he just says it without pausing. Oh, uh, Steve Zahn. I was going to ask you. I was like... No. Steve's on. Can you get it? Oh, <laughs> oh absolutely. He can't get it. He can't get it. I mean, with consent. But we can't yeah. get it. <laughs> I just, I love, yeah. my my favorite scene in the entire movie is at the jazz radio station. Oh, with, uh, with Clive, Cl- or Cliff Clint, Howard. Clint Howard. Clint Howard. Brother Howard. Yeah. Cliff. Bro- Clint. Brother Howard. Brother Howard. Because just called him Brother Howard. I just yeah. love how, like, everyone's very monotone. Which artist popped your cherry? The Chantrelines. Deanna and the Belmonts. Captain Geach, Geach and the, the Shrimp Shack Shooters. <laughs> How serious he says that. Fucking love him. <laughs> because I love that they go from this tour. So when they become famous, they just end up on the Playtone label. And I guess this was a thing. Yeah. Like, not the Beatles, but I think it was like the animals went on like a tour like this. Mm-hmm. And this was a thing where up and coming bands and like fading stars would just go from town uh, town to town playing kind of like a fair circuit yeah but it's weird right yeah but it 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 makes sense because if you have up-and-comers along with like semi-washed out people you can get the semi-washed out people on a tour where people are going to come because these new up-and-comers are there also right so you're gonna sell tickets either way whether people stay for the old fogies or not doesn't matter you're still selling the tickets also, did the bass player sleep with all of the chantrelines? I, <laughs> I hope he just did. Just the one, though. I think he the 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 other one seemed into him too. The the um, Diana Ross one. Like, here's the thing: bass players got magic fingers. <laughs> yeah, so they all do. Said it. Said it before. Say it again. Also, I'm pretty sure Jimmy ended up fucking uh, Diane, Diane Dane. Yeah. Oh, yup. Because we we decided he was a cougar cougar chaser. Probably. Yeah. Like, I definitely think, like, like they made it kind of seem like Jimmy... Didn't he start going by James after a while? James Mattingly Third. Mm, Fuck Mattingly you. Third. Uh, yeah, no, he... I think he's, like, got to a point where he started, like, chasing after the older women on the label, too. Or at least maybe, I, maybe that's in the extended version. I'm sure we can infer that from his actions. Yes. He's an asshole. Yeah. He's... Not that that makes you an asshole. He's just an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, also, I was wondering, so... Did they give... Liv Tyler her own hotel room? Did Faye get her own hotel room? They had to have, right? Because back have. then, like, you didn't... Yeah. D- that no was hanky-panky. That was scandal ass, I would, man. I don't think that they would... Especially if she was unmarried and <laughs> no. dating somebody in the band. Yeah. No. Well, well, and they also wanted to give the illusion that he didn't have a steady girlfriend. But then, at the end, they said he's engaged, and he got really pissed off about it. Well, wasn't that... I don't even know. Wasn't no. that, like, somebody, like, made that up? Tom Hanks told them to put that um mr white told them to put that on his lower third underneath him i forgot was that like just because he felt bad for Liv tyler because yeah. at first he was like no you can't act like you've got a steady girlfriend well both 
Again, I was two or three sheets by well, now. Well, he was like, oh, you want her on tour? She's your costume mistress. Right. That's it. Yeah. yeah. I th- I'm like, I think you're thinking of the Simpsons. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you mean Boo Fond Petty. Listen, Homer, women are going to want to have sex with you, and we want them to think they can. Oh, when I explain it to Marge that way. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm sure she <laughs> Oh, jeez. Yeah, no. The fucking... Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think he ever said they can't know that you have a girlfriend, but I think you need to give the illusion that women can sleep with you. No, I don't even think it was that. It was if we're gonna pay for her to come everywhere, yeah. she needs to design the. If cup. she's oh, gonna see, be I in totally, this movie, she needs to go on tour with. I you. totally got the feel from it that, and I don't know. Maybe again, it's the extended cut. I don't know. I got the feel from that scene that it was like you're single, like you don't oh, okay. have a girlfriend. Like, but that's what they did back then too is like oh, you need course. to seem like I mean like pretty much like all the fucking Beatles were married by the time they were really big and mm-hmm. they all, all had to act like they weren't fucking married some of them for a second time I mean what would it be like right? if you were like I'm sorry ladies you can't have sex with David Cassidy he has a lady and I'd be like that's fine I don't want to have sex with he David also Cassidy also has an alcohol problem that's Danny Bonaduce no, also he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, all of the partridges look I mean and maybe it's just a product of our times, but I'm like, rings don't close holes, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's he's married. That's cute. I'll wait. <laughs> rings don't close holes. <laughs> oh, I am not the person to talk about marriage with. God. But yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I break you? Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That also on your podcast when you said basement flooded. Oh, basement flooded. <laughs> that got me too. Oh my god, for sure. With that was with Pine of Comics. No, the Pine of Comics. We were talking about Glenn Hansard. What? Glenn Hansard is that from the Frames? Hansard? From what? The Swell Season and the Frames. The swell Season from once. From once. Oh. Okay, that's why I have no he fucking clue cover- what you're talking about. You were. You, I thought you were on board with that. Okay, but either way. <laughs> Yeah. No, I really liked I really liked the version that two contestants on American Idol did. And I was oh. like, oh yeah, I know that song. That was a really good song. But I've heard it once. <laughs> Literally ha. once. Ha, that's funny. But yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it wasn't a gem like the rings don't close holes. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I didn't even do that on purpose. God. <laughs> But yeah, um, oh, and, uh, fuck, you killed me. Oh my god, yeah, I don't even remember what we were talking about. Oh, because Jimmy was an asshole, and he, but he ended up losing his shit because they said he was engaged. He's like, I'm not fucking engaged. Yeah, I'm fucking, uh, Diane Dane. Yeah, oh, that's right, Cougar Chaser. Brought it back. Yeah. He's chasing older women. Right. Also, uh, we did skip past the... Spaghetti place down by the airport, Villapiano. Villapiano. You gotta use the hand. Also, I did not see pasta at all in that restaurant. That's a pizza place. Yeah, that's that was a pizza place. Hey, hey, but you know what these are? Presidential flashcards. It's like one of my favorite. Sorry. Like I said, there are some real gems in this movie. Yeah. Also, when someone asks me something I don't know, I do quote Steve Zahn. I go, I have no idea. 
But also, I really like when they get when they sign up with that manager guy with the Winnebago. Oh, yeah. Oh. Four young men go into this man's camper, nope. and then it starts like, shaking. What are you? I don't know about this. What are you talking about? We have this guy in a really nice camper. I'm signing. You're signing. We're all signing. Did you guys roll your eyes like crazy when he goes? I don't know how I feel about signing this. Me and my music. Oh, fuck you, Ugh. dude. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, basically, I think that was when it started that everything that came out of his mouth was just cringy and it's eye-rolly. Like, uh, I don't for, know. For me, it was, it's too fast, guy. <laughs> it's like a sniff and a head like goes back. Like, like every... <laughs> also, the haircut they gave him is so unflattering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> everything about Jimmy is unflattering. Oh, and he stole his stance, how he plays the guitar. He stole that from John Lennon. That makes sense, though. I feel like they would have wanted to give that to his character. Right. but That 100% checks so much, yeah. though. Yeah. But I didn't even notice that. But now that you say that, holy shit. Yeah, Jimmy is not John Lennon. He's not, you know. But he thinks he is. He's not doing cocaine and heroin with Harry Nilsson. <laughs> no. But who is? Well, Apparently in heaven, John Lennon and Harry Nelson are doing cocaine and, and you know, heaven heroin. Good for them. Good That's for really them. nice for them. But yeah. Except never do heroin, even in heaven. <laughs> Fucking knock it off. Actually, the Winnebago scene, you had a really good quote when you said... Uh, that beef stew is disgusting? No. <laughs> Fuck, where is it? Oh, you were like... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that that's hysterical. So funny. Please tell me what it is. Wait, who was that? The manager guy? Yeah, when you when they like when they signed and they started getting on. Oh, to the, they signed and they heard they, themselves on the hey, radio. Then they heard themselves on the radio. It's like from Winnebago to winning. <laughs> We were really drunk when I said that. It was oh way funnier. No, I thought that was pretty good. I think though. we had to pause it. So. Yeah, we, there were a couple moments well, like, no, I need to pause. To this be real fair, quick. they played it three times this afternoon. Yeah, the way oh he says God. that on the phone to her, it's like, okay, dude, calm down, guy. <laughs> three times this afternoon. Also, you could replace. Oh wait. I, what we also said, camper guy pulls through, but he doesn't pull out. <laughs> That was it. That was it. Oh my god. <laughs> Wait, but he does because he stops being their manager. No, oh. but he got them on the radio, so he pulls through. But he doesn't pull but he out. He doesn't pull out. God, I forgot about that. Also, <laughs> you can replace you can replace all of the kissing. You can tell this to get the PG. You can replace all the kissing with like, guy, was Tina a good kisser? Guy, was Tina a good fucker? Yeah, yeah honestly. Basically. Like Yo, but like, how Jimmy, was her mouth skills? <laughs> Jimmy, I waste thousands and thousands of kisses on you. Jimmy, I wasted thousands and thousands of blowjobs on you. She did, though. You know she did. Thousands and thousands of minutes having sex with you. Yeah. Second. <laughs> oh, let's, not be, let's not be kind. Thousands and thousands of seconds. Damn. Yeah, you know he's the yeah. kind yeah. of like, and well, I just came. And then he starts he's, crying afterwards, and she has to hold him. Yeah. He's like, "I'm so sorry. I'm not talented. <laughs> oh my <God>. art. <laughs> I just, I just care so much. Ooh. Why doesn't anyone like the name the Herdsman? Who? I don't even like the Oneaters. 
I can't even say it right. <laughs> the Oniters. Oh my god, the Oniters. Ah uh, man, um, yeah. When they actually make it to Hollywood, that's when things get bananas. Because how the hell does she get sick? How does Faye get sick? Like probably like on the plane. Maybe. I I would like to believe that he caught mono from. Diane Dane, but he's <laughs> immune, and then he gives it to her. You are really building up this Diane Dane canon, oh. canon and I'm here for it. Yep. He totally fucked Diane Dane. It happened. We yeah. saw it. Also, like, we didn't see it, but we saw it. <laughs> the actress who played Diane Dane looked exactly like the Playboy Bunny who Lenny ends up with. Very similar. They looked exactly oh, like. Yeah. Minus but the also, hair. the bunny looked like Charlize Theron. So yeah, I think they just went generic blonde at a certain point. We need a bunch of Stepford wives for this movie. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Checks. When when um they're doing Weekend at Party Pier, the movie, the director of the movie is Jonathan Demi, the guy who directed Silence of the Lambs in Philadelphia. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. That's amazing. Yeah. Also, when Goofball says we're being invaded, does he mean by aliens or by Soviets? Is this like a Cold War movie? <laughs> I, I need to know the plot line to Captain Skeech and the Shrimp Shack Shooters or whatever the fuck Weekend it's Weekend at Party Pier. Weekend at Party Pier. I also really just still need to understand the difference between the Korean War and the Vietnam War. <laughs> <laughs> Korean War came first. It was yes. in the 50s. And then Vietnam started in the 60s, didn't end until Well, we late should probably 70s. start with World War One, then go to <laughs> World War Two, then Korea, then Vietnam. Let's just bring in the Civil War for, like, just good measure. <laughs> Taking it way back. <laughs> but we shouldn't. Taking it way back. Maybe uh-huh. even go back to the War of 1812. Ooh. Ooh. How about the Spanish Inquisition? Just, like, about spice it up. King Philip's War. Ooh. <laughs> Taking it way back. <laughs> remember that war <laughs> i remember no i don't i don't remember any of these no i think we had been talking about it because we were trying to figure out why none of them had been drafted but the draft wasn't back then I right don't think. i don't think so, the, dra- the draft was just for the vietnam war right right, right. it was right for but this war? was 64 right vietnam started 67 no, it was earlier than that. Was it? I didn't we figure out? We that- did figure it out. That's why we're we're having such a problem with it because they're kind of back to back, and it's like, well, where's the gray well, area? So well, I think that guy was in the Korean War because he said he was stationed in Germany. Oh, that's right. I, he might have just been in boot camp. Okay. He might not have been. They actually, kicked him out for being. He such never a made it. Like, I mean, the Korean War didn't take place in Germany, so yeah, he never <laughs> made it to was, prime time. He was stationed. <laughs> He, I think he was stationed there because there was shit going on maybe starting to happen in Vietnam and they weren't really sure if they were going to send troops there. So they stationed, started stationing people in Europe and he got stationed there and for some reason got sent back. And someone stole all of his records. <laughs> also, why would you bring your records with you overseas? I don't think that's smart at all I don't that's know. the dumbest thing but didn't johnny cash do the same thing he brought his guitar or he had his guitar sent over yeah but like, he didn't like he didn't bring his records no he didn't bring his records but why would you bring your guitar either he's an asshole i don't know <laughs> fucking musicians like i mean like johnny cash guys if you listen to our johnny cash episodes <laughs> you know he was a problematic person <laughs> Least well, of all about his guitar. But least of all, this is not, a bit, <laughs> well, this is not I, what makes him an asshole. I just hear him calling his dad and be like, hey, can you send my drum set over? <laughs> no, do you have I any, hate your drums. It's 1962. Do you have any idea how long that will take? <laughs> 
Also, his dad says, okay, go off and play on your bongo drums. <laughs> oh, daddy don't know what drums are. <laughs> the dad it's is fine. such a douche. His daddy don't rock and roll. Because, no. okay, so this is the problem I've always had with this movie, and this is going to be such a nitpick and so ridiculous, but his dad does the daddiest dad thing ever. <laughs> when when they're on the, the showcase or whatever it's called, after they play the song, the dad is playing the drums yep. and he's making up lines yep. to the song that you're doing that thing for me, baby. <laughs> Did you not hear the fucking song? You can't like even, a million times. I know it by heart. You can't even listen to your son's one song more than once. He had one goddamn song. Well, he had the fo- What was the follow up that they had? Oh, Dance follow- With Me Tonight? Or- yeah. I mean, well, Come no. on, pretty baby. Yeah, yeah, Where that's Where Steve's it. on Put is singing. Put your little hand in mine. <laughs> <laughs> I really like these songs. Yeah, so. I do too. I had the soundtrack. I loved the soundtrack. It was great. Um, But the one, the ongoing joke uh, is that Jimmy wants to re-record his song, All My Only Dreams, the sad yeah. song that he sings. Yeah. That Liv Tyler's mouthing. Oh, like yeah. it's a good song, but it's a boring song. Yeah, Jimmy's boring, right? And I love when he's like, "Can we re-record that?" And Steve Zahn's like, "No, <laughs> no. oh yeah, oh yeah." I Steve Zahn is smart. Yeah. Well, I I love that. So the entire movie, um, Tom Hanks is like planting the seed to get Faye and Guy together, which doesn't it just doesn't read right. No, Guy Horace was right about you. You are the smart one. Lenny is the fool. Jimmy is the talent. Faye is... Well, Faye is special, isn't she? And you are the smart one. They should have added at least two more scenes to get them... To, like, well, plant- how about the scenes that they were together? They didn't act like brother and sister. They acted like, oh, we like, oh, ooh, well, oh, like there's ooh. like weird chemistry or something. Yeah, there's well, no, no chemistry between them. They're the, they're supposed to be planting that scene where at the beginning of the movie where she goes, enjoy your breakfast or something like that. Like she gets way too close to him. Yeah. So maybe they're just. I think maybe the actors didn't have chemistry then. But either way, it just didn't work. Well, I've noticed, and this is gonna be mean because I do love Liv Tyler. But most men that she's in a movie with, she does not have chemistry with. She did not have chemistry with Ben Affleck in either of the two movies she was in. With oh, yeah, him. no. Does anyone, though? She did not have chemistry with Joaquin Phoenix in Inventing the Abbots. She does mm. not. She did not have chemistry in a fucking Marvel movie. Yeah. She um, I would argue she might have some a little bit, a tiny bit of chemistry with um AJ from Empire Records. Yeah, but he's also milk toast too. He's boring. Yeah. Oh, I like him. Aww. Whatever. Yeah, I know, but I ha- trust like, me. I know. I bought a bunch of cardigans when I was in middle school. <laughs> like Jimmy. I mean yeah. AJ, not Jimmy. Yeah. And I think the only reason I I found her somewhat believable with Viggo Mortensen and Arwen is just because like. Well, I'll just be, I'll just pass it off as well, that's what happens when you're an elf, I guess. Like I you're mean, just she, really she was ethereal. kind of if there was any role for her to play, it would be an elf. Yeah. I, I mean the so an emotionless the, elf. An emotionless elf. The seeds that they planted, let's let's break them down. It was on the plane when she's sick. Yep. It mm-hmm. was getting to the plane when she gets stranded and the cop's like, No, bitch, you can't go. Yep. And he's like, Whoa, 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 she's with us, because Jimmy didn't 
But everything Jimmy plays, everything that guy does doesn't play off to me as like, oh, I need her here because I'm romantically interested. It's like big brother looking out for little sister. There was one scene in the in the extended version where they were rehearsing in the garage and she brought sandwiches and like the, the two of them were at the table like joking about the sandwiches or something. And it was supposed to be like, oh, they're they like each other. They're, they're flirting. S- they're flirting. They're sweet on each other. But it's like, no, it sounds like a brother making fun of his sister for making shitty sandwiches yeah like there was no chemistry in there at all it would be like me talking and like goofing around with my high school male high school friends yeah that's exactly the way it was you're right it's like hey Faye, thanks for the sandwich your lips are too big okay bye (laughs) yeah like honestly that's (laughs) not that far off from like kind of what happens in the extended (laughs) scene fucking ridiculous insult your lips are too (laughs) big She's she's got her daddy's lips. Oh, oh my god! They should have known. <laughs> they should have known. Yeah, yeah when she's born, I think it's Todd Rundgren's daughter. Uh, I don't yeah. think so. If you've seen Todd Rundgren's I mean, lips, have you seen Todd Rundgren's teeth? I mean, she don't got the Rundgren teeth. She no. got the Tyler mouth. Yeah. it's like it's like Game of Thrones. Like the seed is strong, and then yeah. you look at Liv Tyler. Like she's not a Rundgren. I would be more inclined. <laughs> What gave it away? To believe that Mick Jagger was her father. You know what? Yeah. I could believe that. that. I'm pretty sure that Steven Tyler is her dad. Why? Well, she puts a bunch of scarves on her her backpack. Sometimes she just randomly screams. It's really weird. She keeps swaying back and forth. It's really weird. (laughs) She wears a lot of jogging shorts. (laughs) She keeps telling me to shut up and dance. (laughs) And she keeps doing this thing where she yells, nyan, 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 and I don't know what she's doing. <laughs> well, but her dad might be David Lee Roth because she keeps going, <laughs> she's white man scatting and it just doesn't read. Just a gigolo. Oh. And but yeah. yeah. But, wow. <laughs> but the, so it was between Liv Tyler and the other person who was almost cast. And I did a double take. He almost casted Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> what? Yeah. That's not any better. No. 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 All I am picturing <laughs> is Tracy Flick from Election in that thing you do, <laughs> and it doesn't work, but also <laughs> I want to see that movie. I really want to see well, that movie. Well, Disney Plus. Seriously. Okay. Call it out. Can we do an election and that thing you do mashup? <laughs> All right. Did you see who the guy was that was uh, walking her to the inside of the the TV show? The valet who is ushering her in. Mm, it was I don't Colin Hanks. Oh, that's who Colin Hanks was. Oh, wow. we, I missed that. He was a baby. Yeah, I knew that he was in the movie, but I had no idea who he was. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, good for wow, him. Wow, we he missed was that. Wearing, yeah. He was wearing a leopard print jacket. <laughs> like, Ooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Throwing off. Yeah, her her makeover scene, I will have to say, that is a very sweet scene. <laughs> because it's like, guy's like, oh, is Faye going to make it? And he's like, don't worry. Don't worry, guy. I'm taking care of Faye. But the, the hairdo they gave her was just... Not great. Very oh, 60s. Oh, it was, it was so bad. Not great. Well, she would have been <laughs> Not terrib- great at all. She would have been terrible with bangs. <laughs> Oh, ooh. Yeah. wait, maybe, maybe. Mm. I don't know. You know what? My jury's out on Liv Tyler and Bangs. She would have looked like the girl from um Hairspray. Oh, yeah. She, okay, you know what? We're out. Yeah. All right, that's fair. Yeah. 
guilty. Also, Tracy, Tracy, what was her name? Tracy Flick? No, it was, no, the chick from Hairspray was also oh, a Tracy. Oh, Tracy Turnblad? Tracy Turnblad. Oh. That's right. Ugh. Lots of Tracys. Yeah. Lots of Tracys. <laughs> so, yeah, when they're doing um, the actual show, Brian Cranston? What oh, yeah, Brian Cranston. <laughs> Your mom was knew- named after him. <laughs> So it was Brian Cranston's character, and he was talking about meeting Gina Lola Brigida. <laughs> and I was trying to say that my mom was named after Gina Lola Brigida, but Maggie was like, "Your mom was named after <laughs> Brian Cranston." Again, like, three yes, sheets by it. Yes, that is exactly what I Virgil just said. Gus Grissom, who is a real astronaut. <laughs> yes. Well, and I think that was the problem, too, with the extended version. By this point, I stopped giving a legit fuck because we were at two hours yeah. with this with the yeah. extended. The extended is so long. The theatrical is much breezier. Yeah. We should have done the theatrical. I, I have regrets. <laughs> Mistakes. We have regrets. Choices. <laughs> yeah. I also love how he uh, can't pronounce the ship that he's on. <laughs> the, yeah. It's called the Gemini. <laughs> Gemini. Gemini. Yes. I do remember that. <laughs> Also, funny. the mom asks so many mommy questions as they're uh, watching the thing. Do you think they're going to show Guy backstage preparing? <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> they're going to show him when he comes on. Oh God, yeah, she was a real good mom. Yeah. Like that stop mom. Oh, my God. You're asking the dumbest questions right now. <laughs> I, I also, can't. I also loved when they hear it for the first time on the radio and she turns on. She's like. Oh, yeah. She she played a really good mom. Like yeah. that was like, like the, snapping out of off and everything yes. yes it was perfect also i i want to see like an origin like joker style story all from the perspective of G- giovanni rabisi's character oh my god like this oh. is how he slowly becomes their arch nemesis yeah right like the his story ends with him getting so jealous that he ends up like blowing himself up by accident <laughs> but like Breaking his arm somehow while it healed got superpowers. Just the one arm. <laughs> so the rest be- of his body's dead, but the arm's still walking around. And this is oh how he God. became the drummer for Death Leopard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. No. <laughs> oh. oh, that got dark real quick, but also accurate. I'm here with that headcanon. <laughs> Saying it. So... I have to talk about Rita Wilson. <laughs> I know you were you've been waiting. I, this is your time to shine, my friend. Yeah. Okay. So, first off, the only reason Tom Everett Scott's in this movie is because um, Tom Hanks did not want to cast him because he looks too much like Tom Hanks. Which, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I guess if you have like wavyish curly hair well, and it's brown and you yeah. have brown eyes, so skinny brown-haired tall lanky yeah Yeah, i guess i can buy that but he's like no he his name's tom and he looks too much like me and she goes i think he's cute oh yeah obviously she would (laughs) he is she was just trying to like flatter so that just leads me to so many questions about their relationship i mean oh oh now i get what you were saying before right like Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> is it a weird situation where like, like Are Tom you... Tom watches in the corner while Tom Everett Scott bangs his wife? You like... you've been wondering if there's a weird cockholding situation <laughs> yeah. going on here. Yeah. Like I want to watch a younger me fucker. <laughs> yeah, that's gross. That's super gross that's and really weird, gross. but also like 
maybe true. Well, also in the movie, like Tom Hanks is too perfect. He's got to have some kind of weird thing going on. Well, he has diabetes. That's his weird thing. Oh, I'm sorry. His weird thing is diabetes. <laughs> we all have diabetes. It's 2019. <laughs> <laughs> diabetes is just an STD now. Yeah, right. It's basically herpes. Yeah. Everyone has it. Diabetes, HPV, we all have it. Everybody's got these things. Yeah. Uh, So, but that that wasn't the original thing. I just (laughs) (laughs) mean herpes wasn't the original thing you wanted to talk about. (laughs) What? AIDS? No, not even the whole. Not even the whole. Him watching his his wife be banged by a younger version of him, but. She's so horny in this movie. Like, why would you write a character for your wife and make her super, well, I guess thirsty? You, I think, I think she, you may have answered this for your, like, yeah, why wouldn't, why wouldn't you want to, oh my, because he wants to be cuckolded. <laughs> nope, I, you know what, that's my headcanon for Tom Hanks now. And you did this. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but she has that line. She's like, look at you. You're no good to me now. Like, after he's I so. I didn't really get that from her, though. I got. This is a woman who is a waitress at a jazz bar. She knows how to work people to get drinks, to get them to buy drinks and get them to tip her a lot. Like, I I think that was just her job as a waitress is to be like that. But then why would she drive him back to the... Because she's a fucking good waitress. She's a good... I I feel like like she's a waitress. Like Also, Moonlight's as a taxi driver. (laughs) She she was the original Lyft. Lyft. She's the original Lyft. She's like, all right, please give me five stars on the app. <laughs> but What's an app? Also on Yelp. Can you please What's five a Yelp? <laughs> right? <laughs> no, I, I was just getting like horny vibes from her the entire, like her entire Maybe scene. she was, hold on. Maybe like the way Tom Hanks act, like he's probably a method actor, right? Mm-hmm. And if he's trying to be gay, he probably didn't fuck Rita the entire time. So she might have just been horny. <laughs> Or she might have just been a good waitress. <laughs> guys. Could be a horny waitress and still be a good waitress. Sure. Doesn't mean she <laughs> fucked everybody. Oh, I didn't say she fucked anyone. No, she You can be horny and not fuck anybody. No, I but- just got the impression that she that these guys are regulars in this jazz club. She's gonna treat them right because she yeah. wants them to come back. Right. They're gonna be performers. This is his first time in the jazz club. She's probably used to the old, like... But she probably also knew who he was. Oh, fresh meat. Like, knew he was part of, like, in the Oneiders? In the Oneiders. Right? Yeah. I mean, I kind of... I'm kind of going to side with Ashley a little bit more on this, just because I only saw it once, so yeah. I don't have as much to go on with, with you guys. But, like, I didn't get a horny vibe. I definitely got, like, yeah. a waitress with a hot of gold. Yeah. <laughs> but also, she going to flirt with you because she wants that Yeah, she, she wants, wants that, that tip money. money. <laughs> And the dick money, but the tip money. Well, I, I was gonna tip say money? maybe tip just money. the tip money. <laughs> I I just thought she was horny. That's all. <laughs> but she she could be horny and a she good waitress. You know what? You know what? Back I'm back in the middle. She could also be horny and a good waitress. It's just it's just that last line. Just look at you. You're no good to me now. Like because he was too drunk. I think I think she liked I just, to fuck I just around with him because a he because he's just a little baby boy. Like she wouldn't fuck him. Well, I don't think she'd fuck him. I because think she would because he's she was a baby going boy. Through her whole story. She's like, so then I moved to Reno and then I moved, got divorced in Reno and then I moved back here. But who didn't get divorced in Reno? <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> Apparently, Fozzie got divorced in Reno. Yeah. In, Again. In the new Muppet movie. I'm pretty sure that, that Fozzie married. Good for Fozzie. Married a showgirl, got divorced. 
Because you said waka waka too much. It's like, oh, I didn't realize how much this was going to happen. <laughs> I can't. I can't commit. I'm sorry. <laughs> too many wakas. So, <laughs> so at the end of the movie, when when um, Jimmy, fuck boy, or douche nozzle, fuck du- boy Jimmy. No, no, he's douche nozzle Jimmy. Yeah, for sure. When he's like, I quit. I quit. Like, they're giving you a ton of money to make like three more albums. You and your principals, because he gets this is all caused because the guy who owns the record label doesn't want to talk to him, a stranger who he's never met before. By the way, thanks for doing this. (laughs) 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 Um, But, but like, yeah, the guy who runs a record label is going to be a douchebag to you because. A, you're interrupting his lunch. B, you're not talented. He just, want to eat fu- he just wants to eat a fucking bologna sandwich. Yeah. What the that fuck is That doesn't suck this? because your girlfriend didn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> just grab it with your bare hands. I'm All trying to up. eat my lunch here. Can you but get I mean, Fabian honestly, away? Honestly, <laughs> why would you think that you're that important? Right. I mean, I get it. Yes, you are important, but you're not. Like, honey, like... You are a big fish in a little pond right now. And then you went into like the big pond. You're like, oh, look how big I am. Oh, my God. I'm tiny. Yeah. That's kind of what happened. So then he screws it up for him and everyone else. Yeah. He's that selfish. But also right before he did his little I quit song, didn't they just explain to him that he's in a contract and he has to make these albums? And mm-hmm. if he's not, then like they could slap him with lawsuits and shit. And then he's like, but I quit. It's like... But n- that's not no, how that works. That, you can't just quit. That, that's how I think the herdsman came about is because Tom Hanks's character was like, no, you need but to. But you need to do something. Oh, okay. So that's why I think that that guy ended up having a career too. I, I bet Mr. White was like, do you want to be a studio drummer? Because like, you could be and like all those guys. speed. Yeah. Yeah. Because Mr. White is the example of a manager who actually cares about his who sees the individual talent in a band and what they could do outside of this band you could almost say he's the real tom hanks of studio producers <laughs> tam hunks he's the real tam hunks of studio producers <laughs> but, but that that little pep talk he gives guy at the end is so weird when he's like yeah jimmy's the talent lenny's the fool faye well faye's special isn't she no, no she's, she's just not. Liv Tyler. She's, li- <laughs> yeah, she's just like, Liv Tyler. Guys, she's been Liv Tyler the whole time. <laughs> what if the movie ended with instead of him like kissing her, just ends with him going back to the jazz club and banging Rita Wilson? Yeah, and Tom Hanks just watches in the corner. That's how this movie should have ended. <laughs> yep. That's and he just gives him the thumbs up as he's banging her. Like, good for That's you, how son. I would do it. <laughs> <laughs> and see. But so I, I love when he returns back to the hotel and Lamar's like, uh, your guy with the attitude just checked out this morning and your Fifi. First off, you know her name's Faye. Don't be rude. Rude. <laughs> but I still love you, Lamar. He's like, but that's not right. You go in there and you, you know, fuck her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, also, their little interaction at the coffee. When was the last time you were good and kissed? As, any, as soon as a man would say that to me, I'd be like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. But oh, no. bringing it back to that earlier conversation with like kiss. When was the last time? 
you were good and fucked. Yeah. That's exactly. what he really that's what meant really to ask. Be, Okay. Then this also throws my entire theory out the window because you wouldn't get decently fucked by a guy named Dave Gamelgard. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Gamelgard doesn't know what he's doing. You'd be okayed and fucked, I suppose. Uh, I'd You'd say, be fucked. You'd be fucked. I, I would. I. I would say with him, heavy petting, like 1950s heavy petting. Yeah. Oh, or second of, base. Yeah. <laughs> You'd Dave be good in second base. <laughs> <laughs> he was a good Frencher. Oh. Hey, that's not bad. Sometimes it's, all you need is a nice makeout session. Yeah, but it was on New Year's Eve. Yeah, that's, yeah. Dave uh, Gamelgard. It's just like, change your name, bro. Also, when she cuts out the picture of Jimmy. Oh, like, my God, right. <laughs> Alanis. Is that when she realized, oh, it was Guy all along. It was the whole time. But do you know what should have been playing? Lisa Loeb. Yeah. You say, I only hear what I want to. I don't listen hard. I don't pay attention to the distance that you're running to anyone, anywhere. I don't understand if you really care. I'm only hearing negative. No, 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 no. Can I blow your mind? Yeah. Do you know who directed that music video? Ethan Hawke. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I we have sorry, a music I podcast. No, I know, but <laughs> I love you. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that was the theme song for Reality Bites. Oh, Indeed, it was. Never saw it. Terrible movie. It is a bad movie. It, no, wait, is that the one with Ben Stiller? Yeah. Yes, it is. I think I did see that. I actually can tolerate Ben Stiller in that movie because he is playing an asshole, and I think he's an asshole. Oh, he's in real just life. being himself. Yeah, he's Liv no, Tyler. He's really Liv Tyler. And know who's also in that movie? Steve Even Zahn. <laughs> oh, he is. Oh shit, I forgot. Yeah, he was in that movie. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't he have AIDS? Someone has AIDS in them. Oh my God. What is with you with the AIDS movies? I'm not trying. It was the 90s. <laughs> it was 93. Back in the 90s, everyone had AIDS. <laughs> it might have been him that had the AIDS in that. It was either him or Janine Garofalo. Oh, Janine geez. Garofalo did not. Then it was Steve Zahn because yeah. he, he comes out, right? His character comes out. God, oh. I haven't seen that shit no. in so long. Well, I guess we're going to have to watch Reality Bites now. No! I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, it's like gift of the goddamn magi and then, can, and then we can get to that scene where they're in the convenience store like losing it to my sharona and, and we replace can all it with cringe, that thing you do and we can all just fucking cringe yeah like really hard yeah because of that scene they couldn't use my sharona in um uh pulp fiction and they replaced it with uh soon you'll be a woman now i mean probably hey, you know for what? the better yeah honestly that we, works. We though. don't need to listen to my Sharona anymore. It sounds like in the '90s, a lot of things that didn't work out ended up being happy accidents. Yeah, they really Bob Rossed it in the '90s. <laughs> happy little trees. Happy little trees. Um, so guys kiss with Faye. They had the chemistry of cousins. Like, oh. also you had two very, two very like pouty people sucking each other's faces, Ugh. and then it just cuts to Lamar going, ooh. <laughs> Oh, and he is like, I have to force this. He's like, I am the token black man in this. So uh, cool. I guess I gotta he's wink like, now. He's like the bagger Vance in this movie. Oh. <laughs> also, the movie ends with him just looking at the camera and being like, eh, it all worked out. I did this. <laughs> wink, wink. Like, no, you I, did it, Lamar. Tom Hanks did it. <laughs> but you know what? Let Lamar have it. It's fine. Again, like, 
he deserves some credit for something. He's so a let really him good it. bellhop. He deserves it. Yeah, and he doesn't get the credit he deserves. Let him steal some credit somewhere else. I also love when he says, hey, hey, hey. It's not your job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did we just become best friends? <laughs> <laughs> Can I blow your mind? Ethan Hawk. Fuck! <laughs> We got you, boo. Blow your mind. Ethan Hawke lived about half an hour away from me when I was growing up. No way. With Uma Thurman. Yeah. Ashley lived where all the, like, the celebrities like to put their homes when they don't want to be near <laughs> you know, people bothering them all the time. And I worked at a video store for like five years and celebrities would come in all the time. And to rent like, movies, which is an interesting... The funnest part was when like I knew exactly who they were. But I would be like, do you have your membership card? And they'd be like, no. And I'd have to be like, last name, please. <laughs> like, I know exactly who you are, Laura Linney. But I'm going <laughs> to ask for your last name anyway. I know who you are, Kirsten Johnston. But I'm going to ask like I don't fucking know. But it must- Oh, Sally Solomon came in? Oh, she did. And she rented the worst of the horror movies you could possibly oh, imagine. I, th- I thought you were about to say, and she rented so much porn. <laughs> we did not rent <laughs> porn. We were a family establishment. Uh, but I mean, like, it must be interesting to She's have crazy. to, like, you know, not, I guess not sell, but rent out movies to movie stars. You're like, so what movies do you want to watch in comparison to the movies you're in? Yeah. I bet yeah. Ethan Hawke rented a bunch of artsy stuff. Oh, I always. They lived in Woodstock, so like, yeah, yeah. They were they were all into the artsy bullshit. His journey into the Criterion Collection Library, where they tape him grabbing stuff. He grabbed like so many like, um, basically all the shit that's on my shelf. (laughs) (laughs) Like, like he's like, yeah, uh, the Friends of Eddie Coyle. I'm like, oh shit, I have that movie. I love I love Ethan Hawke, but (laughs) he's fine. Yeah, he's a fine boy. He actually would have been age appropriate for this movie. He would have. Mm-hmm. I don't think he would fit into this no, movie. Not at all. He would have been a Jimmy. Oh, he would have been. He could have been a Jimmy. He could have been a Jimmy. Could have been a Jimmy. But he he made Before Sunrise instead. I mean, yeah. Better. Film. That's probably that checks for, for him. Ethan. Yeah, yeah. that fits checks for way e- more for Ethan Hawke. I yeah. just picture him getting on the the flight to go to Paris. But Tom Hanks is on the line. He wants you to do his movie. What? Oh, tell him I'll call him back later. Oh, <laughs> poor Tom Hanks. Hanks. Also, Charlize Theron was the first person cast in this movie. Huh. That's weird, right? Yeah, because she doesn't fit in this movie to me. But it may be because... She like, hadn't done very much before I this know, movie, and I was going to say, I think it's coming from the fact that I had never seen this movie, and then I'm going into it like... 2019 and yeah. after everything else that she's done yeah. monster fury road it's like going to see her in this I'm like no yeah. honey you're gonna do so much more yeah <laughs> yeah but of the 90s movies she did this is probably the best movie she did unless Ooh. you like mighty joe young we <laughs> crickets sure thing. <laughs> crickets or uh that really she did like this really dirty drug movie called two days in the valley Oh, I think I oh, heard that, but I've heard never about seen it. it. Yeah. It's her and Eric Stoltz. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Man. <laughs> Who cast that movie? <laughs> I guess someone wearing a mask. Ha-ha! Oh, <laughs> but um, ting. Oh, Rocky. So, <laughs> but yeah, the best thing of this movie is Steve Zahn. Like, yeah. He is the all-star. He makes yeah. this movie. 
He's one the smash mouth of this movie. <laughs> he is an all-star. He I got his game on. I feel like if they made this movie in the 80s and they wanted Tom Hanks to be in it, they'd be like, you need to be the romantic lead. He's like, no, I want to be Lenny. He would yeah. want to be Lenny. And I think he could do it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd let him have it. Like, if they made this time appropriate, like in the 60s, here's who I think they would have cast. Jimmy would have been Robert Redford. Oh, my God. <laughs> totally right <laughs> yeah 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 then you would have had like jerry lewis as lenny oh <laughs> you wouldn't want it oh but... no oh. that is not something anybody asked for but it, oh. that's what you're getting oh, yeah that's what you're getting or, or they just do lenny is a uh, walter Matthau <laughs> and jack lemon <laughs> jack lemon oh just fucking angry old men but in a band <laughs> angry old band then you get Aww. kirk douglas no but like the cast would have been robert redford paul newman yeah paul um, newman would have been guy right oh yeah yeah <laughs> okay just make it but sure like with way page. more charisma oh my god way more charisma paul charisma. newman is my favorite actor of all time so he, also he my grandmother's favorite actor oh of all grandma <laughs> <laughs> but he was cute when he was younger no he was real cute mm-hmm. yeah also he um he had this weird regimen where he would drink like an entire six six case uh, six pack of beer, then go into a, a sauna and sweat it out, and it kept his skin perfect. I thought you were gonna say he drank an entire bottle of his own ranch dressing. I'm gonna drink a whole bottle of Newman's own. He didn't want to make the salad dressing. He just wanted to make the popcorn because that was his favorite food. And they're like, you can do so many other things. Do well, you now like you're doing everything. So fucking oh my God, get you. You like it. Oreos that taste like shit? Here you go. <laughs> All right. But yeah, so if this was time appropriate, you would have had Paul Newman. You would have had Redford. Who the fuck would have played Lenny? I guess I guess Jerry Lewis works. Also, I mean, like, but who's the bassist? <laughs> oh, they would have got like James Dean. They would have totally got. He would have been way too serious. He just would have looked like he yeah. was gonna cry. I'm going to Vietnam. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you need someone a little more innocuous. <laughs> or Dustin Hoffman. They've... There you go, a young oh. Dustin Hoffman. I could see that. Dustin Hoffman would have probably been Lenny. Actually, he would have been a really good Lenny. Oh. He... Yeah, uh, Captain Geach yeah. and the Shrimp Shack Shaders. <laughs> I'm thinking of uh, what's the fucking movie with John Voight? Midnight Cowboy. Midnight Cowboy. His character in Midnight Cowboy. John Voight would have been a good bass player. All right, there he we go. Yeah, we did he it. Could have been the bass player. We yep, did it, guys. Or no, Christopher Walken. Wait, Christopher Walken <laughs> would have been the bass player. But that would have that that would have brought so many more levels. Oh my god, to yep. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm here for it. Not me. <laughs> he wasn't of- so Christopher Walken back then, I feel like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, in Annie Holly's pretty Christopher Walken. I've never <laughs> seen Annie Hall. I've never seen movies. Yeah, well, Hi, my name is Maggie. I've never seen movies. <laughs> well, he, he has a line where he goes, I keep having this recurring dream where I'm driving a car. And I crash it. <laughs> and then the next scene is him and Woody Allen driving in a car. And Woody Allen's like, Oh, shit. Woody Allen's like, I'm a monster. Okay, bye. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, but he is. So, (laughs) now that we've come to the end of the movie. Yes. Before we get into the bagels, any takeaways? I mean. Anything you want to talk about before we wrap up? No. Fountains of Wayne guy is 
the winner here. Yeah, you know what? He's the He's real the winner. winner of this movie. He should have won the Oscar, and it drives me crazy yeah. because I think Sling Blade had a song no, that got you know nominated. What? You know what? Don't don't get too worked up about it because award shows are bullshit anyway. Yeah, but I still he, cry when I watch them though. Oh, I don't even watch them, so I've I have I no horse in that it. race. <laughs> but he st- he still lost the Grammy as well to Evita. Then that is bullshit. Yeah. I agree with you. That, for <laughs> the better song, Ugh, just no. drives me crazy. So yeah, on a scale of one to thirteen bagels in a baker's dozen, one is shit and. Three, 13 is perfect. How many is left? Three. What the wait, how, wait, what? wait, do we have to do math? Or wait, how many are left? Wait, yeah, what's how many grade? are we eating? Wait, how many are left or how many are we eating? How many bagels what? are we giving it? Yeah, what do you give it? Yes. How many bagels why do you I let give that it? Okay, me. got it. I know why I let that throw me off. I've heard your show before. <laughs> I know what this is. <laughs> but I thought math. Oh, God. Uh, I'll let you go first because. You know, I I have a lot of nostalgia wrapped in with this movie because I love it so much and I've watched it so many times and I love the music so much. I'm give I'm gonna give it a ten. Oh shit. <laughs> Damn. Ten out of thirteen bagels. <laughs> I have problems with it, but I have far bigger problems with much worse movies. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with that statement. Yeah. Hundred percent. Um, I don't have the nostalgia factor that you have. And we unfor- I unfortunately had you watch the extended version. Right. With that said, though, I would not mind rewatching just the theatrical. Yeah. And I bet I would enjoy so it more. Good. Yeah. Um, yeah. The ex- don't. Okay. If I can give anybody <laughs> any advice, don't fucking watch the extended. It's but the DVD so that long. I have is also old. So it, they might oh, not even I'm, have that extended version anymore. No, I maybe know not. which one you have. You have the yellow one with all of them standing like cross-armed. No, they're all jumping. Oh, maybe? I don't know. I, don't I, don't know. know I got rid of the um, case. She case just has a, a big booklet. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, it was a. F- it's fine. Like I also think that I have the. Um, disadvantage that you guys have of watching it in 2019 yeah as a 35 year old woman <laughs> and you didn't watch it in college I didn't when watch you should have or like middle <laughs> school or high school like yeah. i didn't watch it in those years when it was more relevant yeah um so it's not like for me i was like Meh, it's a movie it's fine um but i mean it's not egregious at all and like i said i would rewatch it mm-hmm. the theatrical 100 percent to try to give it a better chance but man, Lenny's Lenny's Lenny I'm gets here for thirteen Lenny. bagels. Yes, yeah, Lenny himself gets thirteen bagels. But the movie itself, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it like a seven. Like I'm gonna give it a little over thirty percent or fifty percent. Wow, fuck math. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it a little over fifty percent because it's not a bad movie at all. It's a cute movie. It just didn't like do anything for me. You know, you got to watch the theatrical. Yeah. yeah but like, again, I will watch the Lenny's theatrical jokes again. are so much more on point in the theatrical because you version. don't have hours and hours of, of needless slog to get through. Yeah. yeah needless yeah, yeah. crap. So I'm going to give it a seven. I think it's I think it's a really cute movie. And you guys are right. It's a good sick day movie. If you yeah. just want to put something on that, like I might take a 10 minute nap here, but you can wake up and be like, oh, yeah. and it does make you happier. Yeah. It's, it's like a perfectly happy little movie. And sometimes, like, that's fucking nice in this yeah. day and age. <laughs> but <laughs> now now you can join with the rest of us. And periodically throughout your entire life, you can get that thing you do stuck in your head for absolutely no reason. Oh, I had it stuck reason. in my head this morning when I woke up. Because I was like, okay, we got to go do the podcast. 
I'm like, fuck. I'm giving this 11 bagels. Holy Ooh. shit. It's one of my favorites. Like, it's not one of my favorite movies of all time. It's just, I, I just love it. It's a, it's not even a guilty pleasure because it's a good movie. It's, it's a good movie. But it was well written, well acted. Mm. The music was very good. <laughs> I try to get, I, when I saw this as a kid, I tried to get an entire birthday party to see this movie instead of first kid because the kid whose birthday it was, he's like, the Sinbad movie where he goes, oh, oh my yeah. god, oh my god, so, yeah. The kid's like, yeah, for my birthday we're gonna go see First Kid. I'm um, like, do you want to see that thing you do? <laughs> nope, I would have been team Team Scott 100. percent Like, yeah, I want to see that thing you do. Yeah. I do not want to see First Kid. I was like, Absolutely. come on, we all love Forrest Gump. Hello, 13. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. In in eight, I was this <laughs> close to talking the kid into doing it, but I did it the year before, and the mom hated me for it. Oh shit! And I was one of I was this kid's I like mean, best friend, and I talked them into seeing the movie The Scout with Oh with my Brendan god! Frazier. Oh my god! And you're that guy. Yeah. But also the other <laughs> they, thing, is, they should stop picking shitty movies to take kids to see. Andre, a movie about a seal. Oh, no, I liked Andre. Speaking Not of like boy. seals. But speaking of Brendan Fraser, we also could have done Airheads. This is which true. is one of my favorite ever movies. seen it. And she again has well, not seen we did, it. We did an entire month of Brendan Fraser. <gasps> I love Brendan Fraser. Yeah. It was Stars and Gripes, and it was our gripe with Hollywood for uh, kicking him out. We did. Yeah, honestly, I miss Brendan Fraser. I do too. Can we bring him he back? Was, he, he is he's, funny. He's having a resurgence. Go the Renaissance. Thank God. Renaissance. I'm in on that because here for it. I yep. am so here for it. He, he's delightful. He's also. Hilarious. I want to see Tom Tom Everett Scott have a resurgence. But isn't in, he in a bunch of stuff? Not like well known. Not enough stuff. You know, what? as long as he's happy. He was in yeah. La La Land. Yeah, okay, no, I didn't see that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. Also, Steve Zahn needs more work too. Yes. Yeah. I'm yes, he does. The last thing I saw him on was one random episode of Modern Family, and I was very disappointed. He was in uh, War for the Planet of the Apes. Oh, that's right. I saw that he's, in his IMDb. He's bad ape. Oh, go for him. Yeah. He's one of the apes. <laughs> um, so do you want to promote your podcast? I guess. We have sure. a podcast. <laughs> that's why we're here. <laughs> We somehow we somehow tricked Scott into thinking that we're worthwhile <laughs> to have on his podcast. Oh uh, no, we have a podcast. It's called Rock Candy. We podcast. have podcasts. We have podcasts called Rock Candy Podcast. Every week we talk about different musicians or bands or artists. Sometimes it's albums. Like, it's like behind the music meets drunk history. Yeah, kind of. And we give you guys the full spiel on that artist or band or whatnot. Mm-hmm. After Daniel Johnston died, I re-listened to your episode and I got so sad. Uh, I know that was really sad. He's such a sweet soul. Oh yeah, and I mean, like we we got hot takes and it's good times. So tell it like it is. We do kind of tell it like it is. Not everyone. We're not for everybody. Yeah, but uh, you can find us pretty much anywhere where you listen to podcasts: Apple Podcasts, mm-hmm. iTunes. That's the same fucking thing. <laughs> Spotify, uh, Stitcher, Google Play. Um, and our website's www.rockcandypodcast.com. We make this pretty easy, kids. Yeah. So if you like music, check us out. And if you want to follow us on Twitter and you're not, if you're listening to this and you're not following us on Twitter, I have no idea how you found us. <laughs> <laughs> but you can follow us at WRTRBAGELBSKT. 
uh, like us on Facebook or whatever the fuck you're using. <laughs> um, Instagram, email us. Oh, we got an email this week from a guy named Garrett. Garrett, thank you for listening. Um, and you disagreed with me on Bully Wonka that Bully Wonka even said that the kids ended up fine. When would you ever listen to an adult as oh, a child? <laughs> If an adult told you, yeah, we didn't kill them. Yeah, they Willy Wonka definitely killed those kids. Oh, damn. That got dark. <laughs> no, but thank you, Garrett. We appreciate <laughs> it. Keep writing in. Uh, I will not throw you under the bus if you keep doing it. I promise. <laughs> uh, so until next time, I'm Scott Curlin. Ladies, thank you for being here. Thank, thank you. you for having us. Bye. everybody, this is Kelly Reynolds and I'm the host of Boobies and Newbies, the podcast that asks novice romance readers to think outside the dick in a box. Join me for a new episode every Friday as we review romance novels with non-romance readers. From the sweet, loving, fairy tale romances of the Highlands. Who cares uh, about up against the wall by the fruit <laughs> trees? Yes. Like, where's the dragon? Uh, inside the belly of a dragon. To the naughty erotic threesomes with Navy Seals. Sex was a 10. I mean, you cannot get any better than this book. Come okay, on, you guys. Good. Really. We read it all. Check us out at Boobies Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. Listen to previous episodes on any podcast streaming platform. You can also support Boobies and Newbies on Patreon.com for lots of bonus booby content and early episode releases.